All right, welcome back, everybody. We're doing uh, Island Time, and we got another guest on. I forget how to pronounce your last name. Josh McLaughlin. 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 All right, spell it for the people. M C L O U G H L I N. Okay. Follow on Instagram. It's not too bad. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, please. Uh, Yeah, man. Um, So I wanted to start off by asking. I know you grew up in a bunch of different places, but I want to be like, what? uh, Like what? What kind of places you grew up in? Yeah, I was a uh, very, very traveled man growing up. Uh, we, I was born out in Calgary. Yeah. Um, my parents, uh, they met out there, and my dad was, was playing football at the time, still out there. So I was born out there in 2003, and we ended up moving over to West Kelowna in 2007. So grew up in uh, the Okanagan, which is just awesome. Like, Kelowna is a hard spot to be growing up. Um, so we enjoyed that, and... I think in around 2015, uh, me and my stepbrother had an opportunity to go play hockey at uh, the Edge School in Calgary. So I ended up heading out there for uh, what would be my grade eight year. So I was up in uh, Kelowna till then, and I ended up going back to Calgary, and that's where that's where I just at. So was there, played the season there. Um, it was a good school, like sweet program. They it's a private school and. Uh, like just the facilities you get access to there are unreal. Yeah. Like it was, it was so cool, man. Just that like you, you're treated like a pro yeah. when you're, when you're, when you're 14 years old, it was like the coolest thing ever. But just like I, our season just didn't go the way we were thinking it would go. Uh, and my stepbrother was graduating that year. So the following year I stayed in Calgary, but I played for uh, the Northwest hockey association out there. So did that up until March of my grade nine year, uh, headed back to Kelowna for the, the rest of grade nine and summer. And then that summer I moved to Regina, which is a bit of a bit of a culture shock, I guess, uh, totally. to, to yeah, say yeah. the least. Like, I got to be honest, so like the people of Saskatchewan, like they should be like on the mo- on our money or something like those are the best people in the world right there. Like huh. I had. It's, it was honestly such a good experience to be there. Uh, such humble and kind people. I remember like our neighbors, just when we were there, they're having us over for dinner, like every night or they're bringing stuff over that we need. I remember I got sick one time and like our, my neighbor, Mary Franz, God bless her soul. She's bringing me over soup, like just driving me to the rink and stuff when my parents aren't in town. So I had a really good time there. Nice. And, I was gonna, uh, I was gonna uh, planning to graduate there actually, but COVID kind of put a bit of a dent in I think everyone's plans yeah. over those oh, over totally, those yeah. three years. So, I think it would have been around like May 2020. I went back to Kelowna just for the summer, and I had signed with a team in uh, Yorkton, like a midget AAA program out there. So I was gonna go out there in August, and yeah, just like kind of halfway through the summer, like. I was just, I was super anxious about it and I just didn't feel like it was the right thing to do. Like someone was just telling me to stay in Kelowna. Um, I was graduating that year and I kind of had, had my friend group out there and my mom was out there. So yeah, I hadn't lived with her since like I, I had, uh, I had moved out to Calgary in, in grade for grade eight, but I, I moved away from my mom's place and into my dad's house in grade five. So it had been a while for, uh, for me like not living like with your mom and stuff like that so like part of you wants to be back home and and just around like you feel like yeah it's a cool that you get the opportunity to go play hockey and go live in all these places but it's just like you feel like you're missing part of your childhood too yeah 
so I stayed in Kelowna for that year and uh, played hockey, which was awesome yeah. uh, to play out there. Played for a team I kind of always wanted to growing up. And then, yeah, kind of August after I graduated, just I didn't really have any options. Mm-hmm. Uh, I was thinking about going back and, and playing junior hockey. I just didn't know if that was like something I wanted to do at the time because it seemed like everyone was like moving away to go go play hockey then and uh i'd been doing it since i was like 14 so yeah. i was just kind of fed up of like moving you started when you were 14 moved moved away uh, oh you've been moving home. i see yeah. but you've been playing hockey for longer playing hockey for longer started and you're a goalie right started, yeah it was a goalie growing yeah. up so that was Damn. fun yeah it was a good time but like yeah i don't know i was i was shorter than a lot of the guys playing goalie too yeah so you had to be a little bit more athletic to just kind of stick around because like yeah I'm not the shortest guy, but man, these guys are giants. They're like, I don't know what they're feeding them. They're like six, six, at yeah, like yeah, thirteen years old. Dude, these guys are crazy athletes. Yeah, like, yeah. can you can you do the splits? Yeah, damn. Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> I don't know if I can like completely anymore. But yeah, back in the day for sure. Well, yeah. they like they had us doing hot yoga and stuff, which was just unreal damn. because yeah. like. Oh my gosh, so the important. yoga instructors, yeah, yeah, boys, yeah. and just like yeah, I remember I, <laughs> I was doing hot yoga one summer. Uh, I think it was through a hockey camp and yeah. um, our yoga sessions, like we just, it was like four of us guys. We just went in and it was like all these moms just doing <laughs> yoga, dude. I loved it. So <laughs> I got pretty flexible over the day just so I could stick around in those sessions. So yeah, yeah. that was definitely a motivating factor. No, for that's, sure. yeah, that's crazy. Time. So how, like growing up, how did you choose goaltender? Like, I feel like it's not a common position. Like I remember playing in, midget and stuff yeah. and like goalies were like rare commodities like it's sometimes hard to find yeah goalies. like i don't i don't know exactly what did it i i remember like i got into hockey through my stepbrother yeah um my dad remarried when i was younger and my stepbrother jackson he played hockey his whole life yeah so even when uh my dad and my stepmom weren't married yet he was always playing hockey and I remember just like throwing on pads and he would just like come down in the driveway and just shoot, yeah. shoot. He's puck. ripping on you. Yeah. He's yeah. ripping on me. Just yeah. light me up. Yeah. And we were doing a hockey camp one summer in uh Penticton. They would put on these yeah. like Okanagan legendary hockey, hockey city. Yeah, yeah. Great, great town. Like it was buzzing back in the days. Cause he had like the, uh, the hotel right across the street yeah. and stuff like that. You just wake up and walk to the rink in the morning and you're totally. playing hockey all day. It was the best. That's sick. Yeah. And I remember asking my dad, he had me down as a player and I wanted to play goalie. That's so how I just went as a goalie too. I was wearing like road hockey gear. And shit. <laughs> like, like I didn't had no clue. I was out there. There's a thing that like, if any goalies are this thing, like T pushes and shuffles, like they're the, these kind of movements are like reverse V eights and like, yeah i just had no i was so lost i remember yeah. that but like he was paying all this money for it so i was just like all right this is what we're going with like, yeah yeah i just enjoyed it i i probably liked the attention from yeah. it growing up yeah as much as i hate to admit it like yeah. yeah but you're i mean you're playing the whole game you're playing the whole that's that's one thing too you're playing you're the whole brilliant game. saves like why not yeah it was good like yeah people are fired up when you're doing good but kind of like i was saying earlier when you're doing bad there's nowhere to hide so yeah. it's a pretty character building position sure. just 100%. to like just to be in just like yeah that young too um, i can't remember when you're on the rink can you hear everyone like yelling and shit like can you hear people oh, yeah. behind you all yeah, the yeah. chirps and stuff oh yeah dude i remember actually when i was living in saskatchewan we went up to this town called uh, oh my gosh weyburn it's called weyburn saskatchewan and they have a junior team there called the red wing so 
like their minor hockey association, all the teams are called like the junior Red Wings or whatever. So we were playing them and it wasn't a playoff game, but it was almost playoffs. And I remember there's just like six guys sitting behind my net, just giving it to me the whole game. Oh shit. And my dad was out, he drove me out there. Um, they kind of pigeon tossed us and didn't give us a bus for the road trip. So we were stuck driving with our parents up there. Yeah. And I just saw my, I remember seeing my dad in the stands, like just fuming and yeah. I was just, like just fuming and i'm like just praying to god that he doesn't go over there and just like rip these guys apart or like not i don't think you try to fight him or anything but like someone's chirping your kid you're probably not gonna love it right yeah. so no totally that was like that was probably the only time i really like heard it heard it because yeah. i was I'm pre- like you're pretty zoned in on the game yeah. like yeah it's not that you don't like you hear everything going on but i mean you're so focused into mm what you need to do that it's all kind of just background noise. So yeah. that was yeah. really the only time that it was like getting to me. Cause they were just screaming the whole game. Yeah. Like they just wouldn't shut up. Yeah. It's bad. Or it got bad. Like, uh, some years, like they would put like a pamphlet out before games and the fans would come and it'd be like your number, your, uh, your number, your Jersey number. And then your name right beside it and it's yep. pamphlets of the roster. So these guys, like they got a good hour and a half to look up your social media yeah, and find out everything. Into, and yeah, you're yeah. ripping like, yeah, oh, you're, man. you're yeah. hearing shit about your family and that's some Josie's hungry. Oh, hundred percent. man. See, this is <laughs> real sport, like, sports. Yeah, culture I was going to say, here. I was yeah. going to say, yeah. yeah, like pretty similar to what you guys did. Like <laughs> yeah. I wasn't hearing about it. My, about my dogs. I was hearing about some worse stuff. So yeah. Yeah. And like, yeah, we, uh, I remember we played, there were two, I played double A one year. I lived in Regina and there were three double A teams in the city. So you would play these guys and like, we were going, we were all going to school together. So I remember those games would get pretty heated too, but yeah, for the most part, you hear everything on the ice. Like that's wild. Yeah. Yeah. You probably, you probably hear it too. Like sitting in the stands, Yeah, like close enough. Yeah. Well, one thing with like minor hockey too, is like the, I've heard from like, I mean, we talked about it a bit when Hafiz was on uh, Island Time, but the parents are the worst, like in terms of ripping into like other, like other players and whatnot. Yeah. Yeah. Like also not even, not even players, but refs. Yeah. Like I remember we were like eight years old and you got to think like these refs are only like 14. Yeah, totally. Doing these games and they're just getting chewed out. Yeah. And like they're getting yelled at in the parking lot and stuff like that. So yeah that's hard being i think that's actually an issue right now like yeah. I, I don't think people can find refs right now it's true yeah. well who the hell would want to do that I'm yeah not, i'm not going again just yeah. getting straight verbally abused for two and a half hours for 30 bucks yeah <laughs> <laughs> like hey thanks for coming here's 30 yeah. bucks yeah and you're just dude i remember chirped. watching uh, a game on the coast and it was like a big game it was like i think we were hosting provincials and the two coaches this is the rep hockey team the two coaches were going at it at each other and at one point one coach got so mad i can't remember if it was home team or away team one coach got so mad that he was trying to hop the boards to fight the other no coach way. yeah like he was like Insane. straight up like climbing the glass to try and get to the other guy just to beat the shit out of him yeah dude. it was wild yeah because i guess it'd be penalty box in the middle right and then well, the two benches no what it was there was a gap in between so i guess people weren't letting him out of the gate or whatever to go around <laughs> yeah or that he wasn't like getting a lot in so he was like okay well, i straight up just have to clean like just jump over the glass to get out of this thing and then just jump into That's this hilarious. yeah so 
Yeah, because like, like in minor hockey, imagine like imagine doing that though. Yeah, yeah. Like, like minor being, hockey being yeah. like you're like coaching seven year olds or yeah. eight year olds, and you no. get so fired. This is like seventeen year olds, but still, oh, okay. like yeah, that's a little bit better. But like you get so <laughs> yeah. fired up, you go fight another grown man. <laughs> like uh, these guys yeah. are minors. Yeah. yeah, yeah, crazy. So Joshy, when you were when you were playing in Saskatchewan, was that bantam or was that midget? That was midget. Okay, that was midget, and it was actually cool because I. I went to a school called Martin Collegiate, like yep. high school, and they had this hockey academy program there. So you had guys from all over the city. So like the two years I played there, I didn't like I didn't play on uh, their major midget program yep. those two years. Um, but my last year, like I affiliated with them pretty much for I want to say like the first three months of the season. Yeah. Uh, because one of their goalies was injured and he was coming back. But yeah, it was like. It was sick hockey out there, dude. Yeah. It was just... Oh, I believe it. It was a good time. Like, you got... Just because you're able to go to school and you have, like, ice... Like, part of your day at school is literally, like, you're in the gym and you're playing hockey. Yeah, actually, go through that. Like, what does a day look like? Because I feel like most people don't know, like, when you're at that level at a sport, like, at least in Canada, right? Hockey's huge here. And when you go to these academy schools where their hockey's big, like, what does your day look like? Well, I remember... uh, I remember at Edge my day like you because goalies like you kind of you you skate with the players but you have your own ice sessions too you have goalie sessions okay. like specific goalie drills and and just coaching directed to to goalies um so, and we would have like the only time slot you could do it was like six in the morning Jeez. and that those were they those Ugh. were always tough ones to get to so yep. i would do like that i think like two days a week then i have class right after that and then after class i'd have ice with my team Mm -hmm. and then like go up another class and then work out or have a gym class so it works out like you're probably in the classroom for three hours a day and you're doing your sports for like five oh man but that's the best feeling you're you're in the best shape of your life it was unreal dude i think about it it was i i hate before before any drinking before anything your lifestyle is just purely sports being young and like just being driven for it, and that that school was like, it, you you know, we only had like two hundred kids, I think. Yeah, addicts. It was like grades four to twelve, and man, it's like some of the guys that were a bit older than me, there, like they're getting ready to go to like the WHL or go play college hockey. Like, and some of these guys are just mutants, and like you yeah. get to see that. My brother was playing midget there too, so like watching that. Like, yeah, it was just like, you're just surrounded by guys, like just trying to achieve excellence every day mm-hmm. and just being in those environments, dude, it's, it's crazy. Ah, I Cause bet. like, it's not only are these kids playing some of the best hockey out of anyone in the country, it's like the, like they get, they're getting 4.0s mm-hmm. they're yeah. graduating and they're getting full ride scholarships to places. Yeah. And yeah. it's like, like these kids are they have the ability and like the mindset to understand like, Hey, if I do this right, I'm set for life. Yeah. And like, the, like you might not make money right away, but like you're getting a scholarship or you just like setting, Dude, exactly. you're setting yourself up for, exactly. for better stuff. Like you're always, you're, you're there every day to like be better than you were yesterday. So that's what I loved about it. Now it's like this similar in Saskatchewan. It was a bit different because it's like a public school and I think like anyone could really come to the hockey Academy. But for the most part, like we had some unreal guys there. We had some, and like being a goalie, you're out getting shot on by all these guys. So it helps your development a ton. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I think that's where like 
our off-ice trainer there, I think his name is Mr. Adams. Man, that guy was unreal. Like, he whooped us into shape. Like, I, I had this photo. You know, you get, like, Snapchat memories, and it's, like, two yeah. years ago today. I was just taking, like, a selfie in the mirror, I guess, like a little pussy flare. <laughs> <laughs> like, I, I don't even think I sent it to anyone. Like, it was just on my phone. Yeah. And I saw it, dude. I was just shredded. Like, I, and I'm, like, you don't even really realize it at the time, but, like, yeah. you're so in shape. Yeah. Yeah. I miss out about it because like now I'm, it's like tough. I have like no motivation to get to the gym or like yeah, yeah. go work out or just oh, do facts. stuff. Well, but yeah. like now that I'm not playing, like. And I don't know how it was for you because I know you've told me before that you, you know, you were kind of on your own for a while there growing up, but you're at least at home and you have, you know, groceries and you're, you know, your parents are cooking for you and stuff. That's good, but, dude. Yeah. So some, you're, some you're getting good off. food and then yep. you're also, you know, you're just in the best shape of your life. Like even I remember I ate pretty shitty. Like. In grade ten, I would say, but you're working out so much that you just eat whatever. Yeah, and I had a yeah, I had a pretty high metabolism growing up. Like, yeah, I was, yeah, I was on the skinnier side, like most of it. Yeah. Like if you looked at me, you'd be like, "That's a skinny guy that put on some muscle." Yeah, yeah. you wouldn't. You your muscular wouldn't be the first term that came to mind. You'd be like, "Yeah, yeah, this guy was skinny before." Well, yeah. you hear about these stories. I don't know if it was Patty Kane or what an NHL letter, but they would have like the craft dinner diet, like because they grew up like went the same situation yeah, right some guys just ate anything yeah they're just like genetic specimens yeah but and some some guys are so sorry to interrupt you but some guys are so dialed in yeah that's 100 percent. yeah and it's usually those guys that are like but there's guys like phil kessel you guys know yep. who that is in the of NHL? course yeah yeah hot dog phil dude yeah dude he like just crushes hot dogs and yeah he, and he just like wow doesn't really have a diet actually this year apparently he came to training camp looking like real good real slim like skinny he's ever been but he has like the iron man streak in the nhl yeah like, i'm pretty sure he played over a thousand games straight Jeez. no injuries with yeah. no injuries yeah and he eats like shit no. i also heard uh you know who chad ochocinco is no he's an old football player he's like really good he played for the Bengals. Um, and he eats McDonald's like three meals a day, every day. And always has. That's insane. And, and, oh, and he, calorie count, and yeah. he was like a pro bowler, never, never got injured, never did all this. And he did a podcast actually called I am athlete with a couple of those guys. One of the guys was Brandon Marshall, mm-hmm. uh, ex NFL player. And he had some injuries in his career, and like the Ochocinco guy, he would just be like, man, you guys are getting hurt. Cause he eat like fucking rabbits. He was like, you're eating all this, like, vegetarian shit and, like, <laughs> trying to be healthy. He's like, you guys are essentially just pussies. He's like, my body builds up a callus when I eat junk food and stuff like that. So, <laughs> that's crazy. I don't, that's, I, that's terrible logic. But, dude, but yeah, I, there's, no, for, yeah. there's no scientific, like, reasoning behind yeah. it. Like, there's no science to back up that point whatsoever. Yeah, yeah dude, but it just anywhere, works for him. But it just works. Yeah. Man, so, for was, some some guys, I think you can, like, yeah. get through it. Definitely. Yeah. If I was a professional athlete and I was making millions of dollars doing what I love and, and doing my doing a sport, I'd, ex, I'd 100% be like LeBron James where I'm paying someone just to just take care of my diet. Like I yeah, always have food, yeah. nutrition, yeah. Like, like knowing exactly what, yeah, a yeah. chef, meal prepper, nutritionist, doctors. Like I would have my testosterone yeah, levels, my blood levels, everything just perfect. Yeah. And then I'd also be just training 24-7 and stretching and doing... Like if I, if I, if that's was the lifestyle I was in and I was yeah. a professional athlete, that's a hundred percent what I'd be invested in because you're making your money based off of your body and how it performs. hundred percent. You so, want the longevity, right? You, you want, want that contract to last I as mean, long as you can. Look at LeBron. He's had about like 
a handful of injuries throughout his career that's barely affected it. Yeah. And he's and there's a reason why he's the goat. Yep. You know? No, it's true, man. It's true. Um, I don't know if you guys have you seen the the interview with DK Metcalf? Do you know that guy from Seattle Seahawks? Yeah, that guy's a freak. That yeah, guy's a freak. He's huge. Yeah. That guy in like modern times is like a specimen. Like yeah. he said he ate like candy and like fast food and like it was some interview and like i just can't believe it because of how athletic this guy oh, is dude, like crazy some guys are just like that yeah genetics it just made, yeah it just makes no sense like you see i had a friend and and clone had played football growing up and i remember leaving one year from my season and yep. he was like six foot maybe and i got back and he was like six five just juiced yeah Jesus. and it, like it looked like he had been on the juice yeah but he hadn't been. It's yeah. just like genetics. Yeah, made, no, made no sense. His dad was short. His mom's not that tall. That's that puberty, baby. Yeah, yeah, dude. That's straight puberty. That's crazy. Yeah, it's straight puberty. Insane. Yeah. No, it, it happens. You see it all the time in pro sports. Yeah. Like these these well, kids just blow up. When Anthony Davis joined the NBA, he was he was still growing. Like he grew like a year in the first year that, or sorry, an inch in the first year that he was in the NBA. Yeah. So you see, like this guy who comes out as a number one um draft pick and he's already like unreal in the league and then he's still growing just a scary yeah. scary thought yeah, yeah. That's, you know you know what's scary speaking of lebron i was watching this thing like kind of while i was like waiting for the boys on the podcast yeah. like just getting ready to go on bryce james Le- oh yeah lebron's Dude. lebron's youngest son Dude, yeah he's he's 15 now or yeah. 16 yeah. and he's six six yeah, if not if not six seven he's gonna be unreal and it was like he gained i believe he gained like seven inches in two years that's insane dude like he's projected to be taller than him yeah i think he like brawny brawny right now he is like a mcdonald's all-american they have him yeah. ranked ninth what yeah. is he six two six three six four he's six four he's six four six yeah, four dude, six guys, five he's in, he's improved a yeah, lot. yeah they're they're both like unreal like yep. I, yeah. But, like, that Bryce kid, dude, I think he's, he's going to be unreal, bro. I think he's going to be the best out of them. Yeah. And he's, well, he's, he's a shooter. Yeah. Even LeBron said, like, he's the best shooter in the house. Like, this guy just drains, like, he's, he can just dunk That's on nice. guys and he just drains yeah, threes. Yeah, 15 years old. Honestly, though, you know what? I could be wrong, but I feel like being the younger brother of the two, it forced him to be the shooter because growing up, your brother, yeah, older brother, true. is always bigger than you. And so block you how are you trying to drive to so. the rim? So you're gonna always shoot. But guess what? Puberty hits you like a truck. And this guy's now six five. He's yeah. taller than Brawny, and Brawny's gonna be drafted this year. So yeah, yeah Josh, yeah. I think you're gonna be right, man. Uh, you're calling it now, but well, I see you, it. You add that stuff to your bag, at yeah. like 13, 14, 15. Yeah. And then well, you hit your growth spurt, you're chilling. Yeah, dude, you're chilling. There is this uh, when I was playing for a Vancouver um like academy for basketball or not academy sorry like a club um there was this kid that we played against and we would watch him play and he was in grade seven so he's like 13 years old and he was like throwing it down i I was like dude i am 15 and i look like this twig tiny little child out there compared to this guy who's already a man yeah dunking yeah it was insane yeah, there's there are kids like that like yeah. playing hockey growing up yeah, yeah how like, was that like did you see that on the ice like oh yeah yeah we, we had a there's a kid in uh that we played against in one of the teams in calgary in my in my second year 
He was a mutant. He was like six five. Yeah, he, he ended up getting drafted like six overall that year, and he he plays in red red deer. Yeah, uh, in for their WHL team. WHL, yeah. Yeah, he's sick. He got drafted to like the Rangers and stuff like that. But yeah, they're just guys that were like mutants. Yeah. But then also like when I was in Saskatchewan too, uh, one of the kids that I went to school with um, was Cole Sillinger, who plays for the Blue Jackets right now in the NHL, and like he wasn't necessarily like the the biggest guy but dude he was just so fucking good yeah yeah like it was like there's you play against guys that are just on a different level yeah mm-hmm. and like one of the kids we played against in the okanagan growing up was logan stan coven then he was on the world junior team that just won gold just yeah. last year and it was like man i'm not even kidding this guy was getting like eight goals a game yeah what did he score like the game winning goal or something Dylan Gunther did. Okay. Dylan Gunther did. But even guys like I got to be on a team with him at Edmonton Oil Kings camp. Yeah. And like he lit it up. Like that was the year he got drafted, I think, first overall to them. And he was yeah, he was just sick, dude. Like these guys, they were so good. It's crazy how like the athletes that make it to like pro level, NBA, NHL, whatever, like when they're playing, you know, juniors or whatever how crazy good they are in comparison to everyone else. Yeah. And especially with hockey in Canada, it's so competitive. And then you see the guys that actually make it to the big leagues. Like these guys are insanely talented. Like it's like on another level. Some some guys peak later though. And I think like even more so today, like most of the top players now are coming out of college. Oh yeah. They're not coming out of Canada. NCAA programs growing big. It's huge. Yeah. It's getting huge. So a lot of guys are going down there because like, instead of going to the Western hockey league at 16 and like, then you have two years to try to get drafted and you can still get drafted after that if you don't, but that's kind of like, that would be your draft class in your grade 12 year. Yeah. And if like you don't do great in your first season and you don't get much ice in your second season, then you're kind of screwed. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Or I could go play a junior A program or midget for two years or midget for three years and go to junior for a year and yeah. then go to college. And I'm yeah. like, and then I'm like 19, 20 yeah. and I'm way more mature and I can like actually manage it properly and like yeah. go from there. And I'm guaranteed four years come on, I'm on a scholarship. Yeah. Yeah. So it's like yeah, I th- free college too. I, that's yeah. the way to do it in my yeah, opinion. Yeah, for like sure. you're in a, I think that's any sport. It's like, if you're relying on your body to make a career, you should guarantee yourself an education. Yeah. Well, and if you can get a full ride, that's like the best deal. Yeah, you exactly. You just get a full ride scholarship, you play, but then you also just get a degree in something and you just, ha- you know, now you just have that at least on your resume. Yeah. Yeah. It's probably hard to turn down though. Like if you're doing well in college and you got the opportunity to go pro and I think like, yeah, what like the minimum signing bonuses and like most pro leagues are like 750 grand yeah yeah, yeah. you're going pro even you're AHL, gonna, yeah you're I gonna mean, take it yeah for i don't know this could be a, just a bold statement but i feel like most professional athletes or people who go pro they're so dedicated to their sport yeah that oh yeah and they're so like driven and mentally strong that i feel like if they let's say something they got a terrible injury I feel like they're already driven people that they would be able to get good at anything. If they're mentally that, driven enough to get to that level, if they have to do a regular job, they'd be able to get good at any skill. Yeah. That's the one thing I would say about hockey players too. Like compared to any other sport, like I remember Jalen Ramsey tweeted out one time. He's like, I remember I, this. Too, yeah, yeah. If I train for six months, I can make the NHL and Evander Kane tweeted back. Dude, like, dude, any one of us would be way better at your position that in six months than you would be at ours. Yeah. Like, I think, like, hockey players can play anything. Like, we, yeah. we do, like, soccer and stuff in the summer or 
just play like guys are playing baseball. Some guys are just unreal at golf. Yeah. Like some guys played football uh, in Saskatchewan. Like there's, you're just, you got to be a good athlete to play yeah. in general Definitely. because you're using everything. Yeah. So you no, are facts. Yeah. I believe it, man. I believe it. Well, I remember when that tweet happened and I was like, this guy's capping for sure. There's no way. I bet you, he can't even skate well in six months, let alone play hockey yeah, at like a tough NHL level. Zero percent. No. This guy's not even gonna make a like junior team. Yeah. Let alone anything pro. Yeah. Yeah. No, hundred percent. Yo, I was gonna ask you, how was it growing up in different areas? Because I know you you moved around a lot. How was that like on the on your life? Like, how did that impact you? It was good. Like, I'm. I look back on it now, and like, I don't even know if I'd be able to go do it now at nineteen. So I'm like super, I think you're a little bit more like fearless as a kid doing that too. And when you're like chasing something or trying to achieve something, it's a little bit easier to say yes to it and go, go put all that effort in and move around and do all that. But part of it too is like, I don't know. I think my situation was a little bit different because it was like my dad lived in Calgary when I lived there and he lived in Regina when I lived there. So I was living with my dad and my stepmom. Um, so it wasn't like, I wasn't in a billet house. Like I wasn't just living with a random family when yeah. I was alone. So that helped a lot too. But I would have like my friend group in, in Kelowna and I always like, don't know really why. Like I always just tried to stay in contact with them and like, just to kind of make Kelowna like my home base. Like always come back yeah. and hang out with them or whatever. So that got tough because like when I got back in grade 12, it was like, man, you haven't really been like friends, friends with these guys since you lived here and like full-time like yeah. grade nine yeah so like people move on like it's gotta be hard to like maintain yeah. friendships yeah it's it's tough but you also get to meet a ton of people like, yeah that's the one thing like i've got friends in calgary i've got friends in saskatchewan like that's a beauty about hockey too is like you get to play with guys that are gonna go play all over the world yeah and like when i was in calgary for bantam i had a coach say this one time when we were playing uh bantam triple a he's like and like enjoy this because this is the last time that all of the best players in I guess the country are going to be playing against each other because the minute you go to midget everyone goes a different route yeah like there's so many different things you can do this is like kind of the last time everyone's competing and doing this yeah so that was really cool to meet meet guys and be able to be in like environments that like not a lot of people would be in I think that really helped you learn how to like kind of communicate with anyone from all walks of life mm-hmm. so there's a lot of things that like served me for sure but i think just like an issue with sports in general is like you kind of miss out on some like character development like yeah. you get a lot of really good stuff from sports but like you got to be doing other other yeah. other things in life other than well that even too. other sports and like interests and yeah. hobbies and finding yourself because a sport can really just consume you and you really just like think that sports all life is that's the thing like i like when i stopped playing last year my first year away from it like you have such an identity crisis yeah because it's like everything like and it was like on me for doing that too but like my self-worth was like okay where am i playing what level of hockey am i playing at like how do people view me Mm -hmm. you know what i mean like like am i am i an attractive guy like am i doing well in school am i playing good hockey like that it was so so much external validation that i had in my life that like the minute that went away, it was tough because it just yeah. hits you like a train. And you, then you're just left being like, damn, I just worked at something for 10 years. And like, AI, I have nothing. Yeah, well, you have stuff to show for it, but really I have nothing to show but for it. But you feel like that. You right? feel, you feel yeah. like you have nothing to show for it. Yeah. And you're like, who the, f- like, who the fuck am I? 
Yeah. Cause you're just stuck figuring it out. Like I never thought like in school, like damn, what would I like to do in college or what, like what are my interests outside of this stuff? Yeah. And it's kind of like, it sucks. Cause like now I'm figuring that out while I'm in school. Yeah. Which also makes it tough. Cause it's like, it's a little easier to like commit to something when you know what you want to do with it. Totally. So it yeah. is. Yeah. yeah. yeah what are you in school for? I, I originally was in for criminology, but yeah. I, I, since then I like wanted a bit lighter of a schedule, uh, the last two semesters. So I kind of had to like draw my seat in it. So I'm just yeah. in my bachelor of arts right now. Okay. Yeah. Then figure out a major, I guess, kind of yeah. this next year. And are you just taking courses to kind of, um, try and figure it out? Yeah. I just try to figure yeah, it out. Yeah. That's good, man. Like I'm, see what I like. Respect. Yeah. It is, it is yeah. a lot of respect because you can go down a route and I've said this before and, um, but you can go down a route, you know, and, and at the end of it, maybe find out that you actually aren't interested in that or that you can't do the job. Um, yeah. and, and it's good that you, you know, people take their time and they, and like what you're doing, you know, taking the bachelor of arts just to explore courses and meet friends and yeah. just try out a new life because this is new for you. Yeah. Yeah. So and I think that's like one thing that sports helps with too, is like, you're going to lose games. Yeah. Like shit's not going to go your way sometimes. And you got to just kind of figure out how to get through that and like know that like it's just the perspective you look at it through. Yeah. Like that's kind of what me and my mom were talking about the other day. She's like, man, like who cares if you if you fail a class yeah. or if you don't do as well as you thought you did in something like you tried, you're not mm. failing. Like you're just crossing off the list of things you might not be good at. And how do you know what you're good at if you don't go try everything? Yeah, exactly. Right. So, and I think like just going to college, like man, you go get a degree that you do nothing with. And it's just like that being able to show someone you can show up for four years every day and like commit to something. And like, I think it just adds so much tools to your toolbox that you're going to need for life. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. And it kind of like helps build that foundation Definitely. going from there. Like it just gets you some momentum. So like, that's kind of what I'm trying to do with it. I yeah. guess. Yeah. Um, yeah, I mean, I talked to you guys a bit about this before we hopped on, but like, obviously I have trade skills and tech and whatnot, but I'm doing my degree now in digital media, but things like example here, this podcast wouldn't exist without post-secondary. Like I want to met Sean, for example, without post-secondary. There's yeah. so many valuable skills that I've gained from being in the university environment for the last three years that are like... Like there's, I can't put a dollar value to it. Like yeah. it's, it's life skills that like, who cares about the career? Just like life skills that will be so value to me going forward that are priceless. Like I yeah. can't say anything else. Yeah. And, and the relationships that with That's certain people I've thing. built, like those are like, I wouldn't trade anything for that. And university has provided me that. So a lot of people say like, go to university to get the degree, like, but I completely disagree. I say, if you're going to go to university, that's the time where you're going to figure out who you are as yeah, a person. For sure. Yeah. Yeah. It's like, it's a, it's a good opportunity for like character growth. hundred percent. Sure. Just like, yeah. Like figuring out who you are. I'd say that's the biggest thing. Like yeah, putting you on the right path. Yeah. It's, yeah. Or a path. Yeah. Like, a the, path. The a yeah. path. Like doesn't even have to be the right one. Yeah. Just get, get started with something. Yeah. yeah. You don't want to just be, I mean, it just around. opens up so many doors. Like, like the second that you start meeting people in classrooms and you start meeting people in your jobs and at different events and it opens up so many different doors because they just weren't there before. They weren't, they didn't even exist before. Yeah. And now you have a whole new network and you know, I was mm -hmm. uh, doing event planning job that I never thought I'd be doing unless I went to school. So yeah, you know, it just opened up doors that 
I didn't ever see coming. And so, yeah, it just puts you in a good position. But your uh, your speaking skills have just improved so much since I've met you. And that's just been, you know, three years of going to school and having meetings and mm-hmm. um, working with teams and having to public speak and, you know. Just talking to new people. Yeah. yeah. Like, just talking be, yeah, just being, being uncomfortable. Yeah. Like, yeah. being vulnerable. I think that's the biggest thing, like kind of what we were talking about earlier you just got to put yourself in situations that you don't feel good in yeah like not that you don't feel like unsafe in but just that you don't feel good in because that's when you're going to get the most growth out of yourself yeah totally it's like you're not like nothing good is going to be easy Mm -hmm. you know so or nothing nothing worth having comes easy 100 percent. yeah you're gonna have to work hard for that and it's like the tough part on it is like there's all these careers and different things you can take, but there's no like handbook on like how to deal with it. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like you're just figuring this shit out as you go. Yeah. And like, yeah, the same with you, like your parents, like this is their first time being alive too. And like everyone else around yeah. you, like everyone's just figuring it out. Man. Everyone literally is figuring it out. That's the thing just that I, figuring it out. growing up, I, I was always like, Oh, adults have it figured out. You know, they're always going to be right. They're, they're the ones telling me what to do. And because they have the wisdom and the knowledge on how life works. Yeah. But, no, it's not true. Actually, they're figuring out their next steps, you know, going from your thirties, transitioning to your career maybe. And then, you know, having kids and you all, everything is new throughout your entire life. Everything is going to be new. It's just yeah. going to keep brand new things, you know, problems at your job or promotions and then retirement and all these things, buying houses. Like there's literally, like you said, there's no handbook for it. Totally. Yeah, it just happens. Yeah. 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 I know Joshy and Sean, you're both quite a bit younger than me, but like one thing for myself is that when I was younger, it's like sometimes you identify happiness with certain stages or like yeah. you're like, hey, if I get this, if I get this job, if I get this girl, if I get this X or Y, yeah, I'm gonna be a happy person. As soon as you take that mindset and throw it away, your life becomes so much better. Like mm-hmm. and it's not an easy thing to do. Like there's yeah. some things in life like where I still feel the same way. Hey, if I get this, I'm going to feel better. And every time I, I kid you not every time it doesn't change. Yeah. No, it doesn't get better. And like, yep. I noticed that when I moved home in grade 12, like, and signed with our, our major midget program in Kelowna, like that was a team that like, I looked up to those guys growing up. You know what I mean? Like I didn't never really thought I'd play on that team. And then it was all kind of happening. I was back home. Like one of the nicest places you can probably live in the world. Where's like, that? Kelowna. Yeah. Like, just cool. It's, Especially uh, if you play hockey. Yeah. It's, yeah. yeah. it's unreal there. Like, yeah. it's hard to have a bad life. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, I had access to things I needed to. I had access to all the training I needed to. I had a smoking hot girlfriend at the time. And it, like, man, I w- had never been more unhappy in my life. And I remember that really fucking me up because I was like, that at that point, that's everything I ever wanted. Mm-hmm. And I, I had it all. Mm-hmm. Looking back, I had all of it. And I was just so unhappy. And I think it's, you really got to like, at some point over time, if you're always chasing just instant gratification, it catches up with you yeah. because you have nothing that's lasted or, mm-hmm. or serving you like long term. Yeah. So, but I, unfortunately it's like, like we said, there's no handbook on that. You got to go through it to really figure 100%. it out. Yeah. Like it's like, it's literally trial and error with mm-hmm. that stuff. Like you don't know. So. I'm glad I went through that when I did because I was like 17 and 18 going through that. Yeah. And it just, it changes your perspective on things. Yeah. I think the only thing you can do is just, you know, 
count your blessings. Like say what you're grateful for. Just be appreciative of what you do have because that's the only way that you're going to be able to get through it. It's just appreciating what you have um, instead of what you, you know, complaining about what you don't have and wishing that you had this thing. But once you get that thing, you're not going to be happy because you're going to always be searching for more. But if you, you know, you wake up every day and you tell yourself like, look at all these amazing things. I wake up and it's a beautiful day out. Yeah. You know, I I drive my truck to work and I breathe all this clean air and I have all my friends and I've, you know, so it's just counting those things and being appreciative of those is going to help that. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. Like, I think you need to be appreciative. It's all like a perspective stuff and you don't really know like what you like take for granted until you look back on it or you're not yeah. in that situation anymore. Yeah. Like there's so much I look back on that. I'm like, Holy shit. I had the opportunity to go do that stuff. And I didn't take a hundred percent advantage of it. Mm-hmm. Like anywhere near it. Yeah. Yeah. Like I've like, that's probably the only really regret I have with the hockey is like, man, I just wish I did part of it differently. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like just enjoyed it while it was going on, but like not necessarily took it a little bit more seriously, but like, I guess in a sense, yeah. Yeah. Like just be more dialed in, be more, but I didn't really know, like at that time that was my reality. Yeah. Like I didn't think anything really different. And then it's not until like you leave home and it's like, Oh my God, like I was in the 1% of people <laughs> like being able to go do this stuff. Absolutely. Yeah. And it's like, it not, I, that's one thing with hockey. Like who can afford that? Yeah. Like it's so expensive. It's not. Yeah. I didn't play till midget just because of how expensive it was. Yeah. It's like, it's seriously like, I mean, football and like baseball, you just need some cleats and a soccer. Like, yeah. yeah. Like it's so accessible. Yeah. Hockey, you got to go rent like a $500 ice session and do all this stuff. Right. So, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I was going to say, um, he was telling me earlier, uh, a little bit about your dad. Oh yeah. I wanted to talk. Big marquee boy. Yeah. Yeah. Um, he was a football player actually for what team again? He, uh, played for the Stan Peters, uh, pretty much for his whole career and then yep. played a year for the BC lions. Yeah. So anyone else there. that doesn't know that's CFL. So basically the biggest league in Canada, the, the biggest league in the world yeah, yeah. where worldwide CFL. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah. The halftime but, show is what everyone looks forward to at the gray cup. Yeah. yeah. No, it's a, it's a, I think it's pretty competitive league. Like, it's a very competitive league. I would say, like, it doesn't. I don't think it gets the gets the love it deserves. That was the yeah. coolest thing about living in Saskatchewan. It's like, man, hockey's the fans there. Hockey's oh. not the biggest thing there. It's yeah. football. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, like it's kind of like the Southern United States in a way that, yeah. like, I believe it. Man, it's Rider Nation out there. Yeah. Like, like the the Rough Riders. They have this huge stadium. Yeah. It's just in the middle of like Regina and it's like I'm pretty sure it's like a billion dollar stadium. Jesus. If not more. It's gorgeous. It's like yeah. an NFL stadium and they pack it like every game. Like Wow. Must be a blast, eh? Yeah. Like, like it's got it's gotta be sweet. I don't know if it was like they had a older one when my dad played in yeah. Saskatchewan, but yeah, it was kind of funny when he first started working there. I remember they like filled his room with like Saskatchewan Rough Rider stuff, like his office. Like they were just toying with him a little bit. Yeah. So yeah, yeah, it was it's cool that he played. Like I didn't really realize like what position was he? He was a kicker. Oh right. Yeah. Oh, that's dope. That'd be my position too. Just saying. Yeah. Well, <laughs> he grew up. He was born in Liverpool. Oh, crazy. He played played soccer growing up in the UK. In the UK, yeah. yeah. Played soccer and uh, rugby. Yeah. He can boot in rugby too. Yeah. Yeah. And he was, he was a bit of a stud in soccer, as yep. he says, growing up. Um, and they immigrated to Winnipeg, I think. Yeah. Like right before kind of middle school. Yeah. 
And yeah, he ended up playing a year or two in high school and got a got a full ride to the University of Manitoba as a linebacker. Okay. So he played a bit of that too. Yep. And then he got recruited to South Dakota as a kicker. Wow, you going from linebacker to kicker? Yeah, like well, just because he could boot. Like I think if you play soccer, like yeah, I think advantage. people underestimate that man. Like yep. if you took like yeah. a pretty good soccer player, they could probably boot field goals like oh, with yeah. ease. When yep. we played rugby in high school, the our our like I, I don't know what you would call. I forget the uh, term. I think it was the the eight position, but he would always be the one kicking the tries or the yeah. I forget what they're called now. Um, but. Yeah, he was just a rep soccer player, and he was he would always he would nail these shots. He would just every single time, but and he had no experience kicking a rugby ball I know, before. Just yeah, it's just, just natural for those yeah. for those cats. Yeah, it's crazy. Yeah. But yeah, he had a he had a pretty good career. Um, can't remember the exact dates. You probably know, but he ended up winning the Grey Cup with them uh, with the Stamps three times. And yeah, yeah, uh, thank you. So in Calgary, yeah, he ended. Yeah. Up, he got drafted out of. Yeah, I'll backtrack a little bit here. Uh, yeah, he got drafted to uh, Calgary out yep. of South Dakota. Yep. And I don't. I think he. I think he was the first kicker taken yep. in that year's draft, and he went in the third round. Um, because I don't really think they took kickers too high <laughs> back Makes then. Sense, was, right? Yeah, yeah, like, yeah, yeah. I probably wouldn't waste waste it. First two round pick on a kicker either. Like, <laughs> let's be honest here. Like, yeah, fair yeah, enough. Yeah, yeah. so yeah, he had a good career there. Um, me and my brother were born out in Calgary when they were playing. Um, yeah, it's cool. I like there's some game footage on YouTube still. So I looked it up not too long ago actually, and there was I think they were playing in uh playing in Winnipeg one year against Hamilton, and he actually kicked the Grey Cup winner. So that was like pretty. That's long. dope. That's yeah, pretty it was, cool. It was, it was pretty cool to see yeah. that just because yeah. like. That wasn't even alive back then for, yeah. for that going What on. year was this? That? Like 2001, 2002? No, this is... Earlier than that? Eight. He was born in 65, so he would have gotten into the league in like... Probably like 85? Yeah. He was 20? Yeah. Yeah. Probably around there. Yeah, makes sense. Yeah. Probably yeah. around there, like 20, 21. Yep. Um, so, yeah, it was either like the late 80s. Yeah, yeah they, like they kind of won. They were their Calgary was a really good team back then. Yeah, they had Doug Flutie as a quarterback who ended up going to San Diego, I believe, to play for the Chargers. Like I'm pretty sure he's a Hall of Fame NFL quarterback. Like crazy, damn. He was yeah, he was nasty. Um, and they had Dave Dickinson, who's the coach in Calgary now as a quarterback. So like they were pretty stacked back in the day. Didn't he play for BC for a while? That name rings a bell as a child, like childhood, like name for some reason. Dave Dickinson, QB for BC Lions. I could be wrong, but I think it's true. I don't know if he did. That's yeah. a good question. We'll have to check it out after. What does but... a what does a kicker make in the CFL? Oh man, do you know? They probably like that's a thing. Is these guys like he was working full time? Yeah. Okay. Outside. So he had a full time because I don't full time job. Yeah. I don't think the CFL like any of them. Like even the best quarterback in the CFL, who I think was. Um, the, the top, he was just playing the, for the for BC Lions, top, and now he's yeah. going to the NFL. Top contracts under five hundred grand. Yeah, and like, yeah, so that guy saw something about it. He was making like seventy three thousand dollars on the BC Lions, and the minimum salary in the NFL is like seven hundred fifty thousand. Yeah, like he's making 
and that's American. Yeah. Like, of course, th- oh there's a reason God. being, uh, there's a reason why we don't compete with NFL. It's because yeah. we don't have the money. It's, yeah. a, we, it's we, a TV deal. So yeah. that's, TV, that's what it is. We don't have the viewership. Yeah. No. Which means we don't have the money, which means we don't have the skill level, which means that we're not going to have people want to watch because we don't have the same yeah. skill level as NFL. Yeah. It's a never ending circle. I, but the c- football culture in Canada is there. Like what you were saying about Saskatchewan. It's there, man. It's bumping yep. down there. You could, you could probably have an NFL game down there. Yeah. I believe it. Like, it's like it's its own thing. Like, because there's nothing else to do in Saskatchewan. <laughs> yeah, they get a lot of money out there for yeah. like sports. But and like, entertainment. P- CFL's been around. I don't know the exact date, but probably since NFL. Like, it's been around just as long. It's it's an old league. Yeah, it's old. It's I'm in a like a history of pro sports in Canada class yep. this yep. semester, and like we learned a lot about it. So it yep. was pretty good back in the day. Like even is still now. A lot of guys like I think are surprised when they go from the NFL to the CFL. Like yep. they're good players. They know they're like a lot of these guys could go go down there, but there's just not there's not enough opportunities. There's yep. too many good players. A hundred percent. I think that's what it is. There's just too many good players because it's like I think Bo Levi Mitchell, the Stamps QB right now. I think he could have been in the NFL five years ago. Makes sense. Like I, I believe it. I th- yeah. Like pretty sure he's getting offers too. Yep. But it's like, would you rather be a starter in the CFL or a third string? Even yep. though, even though you're making that much money, it's just like some of these guys just want to play sports, man. That's what it comes down to. Like, I think that's what it is. I think yep. like you probably get more passionate guys in the yep. CFL because yep. you're putting your like ACLs on the on the line every night for seventy yeah. grand. Well, unless you're like Alex from Blue Mountain State and you just want to be the second string quarterback, and you just that's such a funny show, dude. Such a great show. <laughs> what show? Blue Mountain State. I've Have you seen, seen it. Oh, that castle. Classic. Thad, the Drug Olympics. So you guys are recommending this one, eh? Yeah. yeah. Oh, do yeah. you guys have any other good? Like, what are you guys bumping right now on Netflix these days? I mean, oh, I'm always man. rocking The Office. Yeah, Office. always. That's a classic. Um, I just finished Outer Banks the season three. I, I watched that. It was yep. good. Yep. Breaking Decent. Bad. Yep. Probably like I want to say it's the best show of all time, bro. Like The Office is my favorite show of all time, but Breaking Bad just overall writing and the like the videography in it, just the shots that they can make so dramatic, even though the shot has nothing to do with the story. Like, and, and better call Saul is like a, a prequel, I guess, but they released it after. Um, but like, I'll give you an example. There was this scene in better call Saul where he's Saul is walking with an ice cream cone and he's walking along the road. And then all of a sudden these drug dealers pull up to him and he is at, he's told to get into the car and then he like goes to get in the car with the ice cream cone and they're like leave it outside and he like has to drop it on the sidewalk and then the scene goes pans onto the ice cream cone just on the sidewalk melting and then all of a sudden an ant crawls onto it like a fire ant and then all of a sudden more ants start crawling onto it and it's just like a pan like those those jump cuts and more ants and more ants come onto it and they're playing like intense music and it's this crazy pan out shot or pan in shot of these just fire ants just swarming this ice cream cone and it's so dramatic and then all of a sudden just goes to the next scene but it's like a full minute two minute scene of this ice cream cone and it means nothing to the story Mm -hmm. but they're able to just create like make it so make it entertaining yeah make it somehow entertaining yeah so i would say a better like better call Saul and breaking bad are my top shows have you ever seen it we've been talking about sports quite a bit saw some of it Sorry, yeah. We've been talking about sports quite a bit, and Ted Lasso. Have you guys seen that? That show is incredible. Yeah, I gotta watch highly that. recommend. 
essentially the whole premise is uh, American football coach gets recruited to teach soccer or coach soccer in the UK uh, for a, a Champions League team. Really? It's insanely I gotta watch good. It. Jason Sudeikis, so he's good. A, he's a good actor. So good. He's a good actor. Um, yeah, I don't want to spoil anything, so I won't yeah. jump into it. But like, uh, the backstory of this whole show is there was a comedy club in I think it was Amsterdam in the early two thousands, and Jason Sudeikis and the guy that plays his assistant coach on the show came up with this character called Ted Lasso. And they were running this character in the comedy club for years. And finally, NBC decided it'd be funny for him to be on like a comedic M- NBC like episode where they're talking about sports or whatever. So you can look it up. It was like 2011, uh, maybe 2013 or something. Um, and then fast forward, maybe 2019, Apple Music picked it up and actually made it a full show based around this character that was from like 20 years ago. So highly recommend, highly recommend Apple TV. Yeah, it's on Apple yeah. Apple TV. Um, they're on season three. I think episode three was out tonight, and Damn. I haven't seen it yet. So I'm I'm stoked. Right on. <laughs> Put yeah. that on the watch list. What did you think about uh, Outer Banks? So uh, honestly, I really like season one and two. Yeah, season same. three was like I would say I still enjoyed it. Like it was a, it was a good time, but it wasn't as good as season one or two. Yeah, what do no, you think? For sure. Like, I just thought like some parts of it were just cringe. Yeah. Like, I don't like. That's probably like the worst part about me when I'm watching films is that I'm just like, see, I just watch some stuff and I'm just like, that's so unrealistic. Yeah. Like, they're you guys are, like, <laughs> they're. <coughs> excuse me, boys. Yeah. They're uh, yeah, they're like aiming guns at each other in the jungle. Yeah. It's like, what the hell is going on here? Yeah. Or like they've been they're like high school students and they're they've what they've just been on an island for a month and a half and no one's come to look for them. Yeah. Like what aren't yeah. these guys like aren't they like rich kids from North Carolina? Like yeah. are you kidding me? Yeah, it's a soap opera for sure. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's just well, like I, I liked season one and then I started season two and yeah, I just started getting like just I, I just didn't find it super entertaining because it was very unrealistic. But the cringe part, bro. Yeah, if I if I'm watching a scene and I can tell that the actors are kind of almost awkward in their own way, yeah, or just the just the awkward tension, I just I I can't watch that show. Yeah, I just can't. I just it immediately it's unattractive to me. Yeah, I, just, I know. Yeah, the minute you get that feeling, it's that just ick. Like, oh, What's yeah. your favorite show of all time? If you had to choose, it's a tough one. It's easy for me. Mine's Game of Thrones. I love Game of Thrones. The last season was really bad, but besides that great show i would honestly probably say ozark ozark damn i haven't seen it but i've heard good things about it really good things you you gotta watch it it's like probably the best thing you've ever seen okay like it's just so well put together what's the actor it's jason Jason bateman Bateman. yeah yeah Yeah. bateman yeah and it's so good it's like yeah like pretty much not the plot but like yeah like they get like i can't even remember exactly how it happens because it came out a while ago but they end up having like a having a clean all this money for the cartel and it shows like how they do it. it's just crazy it was such a good show sounds great the last season of it was probably like the best like is it done or are they coming out with more i think they're coming out with more oh shit i'm pretty sure i hope like Mm -hmm. frig i hope so i don't know why they wouldn't they make money off it right yeah Yeah, sure like and they did they did well on the last season so yeah probably say that's my favorite yeah what about you shawnee 
Yeah, I would say for comedy, The Office by far. Like, yeah. I, I, my go-to show that I would always watch over and over is The Office. I'm watching it again for like the fucking ninth time. Yeah. And then Bra- Breaking Bad. Yeah. The Breaking Bad, the uh, the writing is incredible. The whole story. People go crazy over that. I was watching a Danny Duncan video today, and they went to like the house, it, like oh yeah, wherever they filmed it, and like. If you guys haven't haven't seen these videos, you got to check them out. Like the lady that lives there, people drive by apparently twenty four seven trying to get photos and oh like, my god, that would suck. Bringing yeah, bringing like sure. pizza boxes or something to the house, and she's just out there screaming at. I would him. move. Like no, what they were probably yeah. doing is throwing pizza boxes onto her roof. Yeah, that's a scene. Yeah, that's in, what they were doing. I've seen yeah. that scene. I haven't yeah. seen the show. I'm like probably one of the only people that haven't. I haven't seen, the show. seen it fully either. Yeah. I didn't know what the pizza boxes were. But I've seen that scene. Watch that show. Apparently, they one take that. He did that somehow. But the 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 special take about it was they didn't cut the pizza. That's how it didn't like go everywhere. Mm. Is that the pizza was one full. Yeah, round circle because otherwise I'm surprised there was even pizza yeah. in there. Wait, was it? Was it? I forget what happened in the scene, but I just remember him throwing the pizza onto the roof. Yeah, I don't remember much, but apparently the backstory is they didn't cut the pizza. There, the thing about Breaking Bad is that there's always it all ties together. There's scenes that you see near the beginning and throughout the show that you think will never come back to and the show, back. and they'll tie it back together. And yeah. it they tie it back together. Yeah. The last season of that show, I think it's season five or six, is probably the greatest season of any show I've ever seen. It is intense the entire time. But they're tying the entire show together at the end. They ended it perfectly. Yeah. I won't give any spoilers for anyone who hasn't listened but or watched it, but highly, highly recommend. Push through the first season. I know you're going to be uninterested in it a little bit because you don't understand the characters. But once you see how chaotic and like the psychology behind... Walter White, it is, it's unbelievable. I would give the same advice for Game of Thrones. Yeah, same thing, man. Like I'll, I'll have to watch the it. politics and shit that goes on behind the scenes. Everything kind of ropes together. Obviously, the final season was kind of whatever, but besides that, the first like six or seven, jeez, yeah, so good. But I mean, it's based on a book, and the book is genius. Yeah. So. I mean, they get a lot of celebrities on there, like a lot of guest appearances too. Yeah, they sure do. I'm always hearing about that. Yeah, I've never watched it, but I just highly recommend. Again, like Sean said, just push through the first season. The first season's kind of like setting it up. Yeah, but after that, oh man, if you if you're not binging it after season one, I don't know what to say. Like, well, I I need some of those just to binge. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Back when Game of Thrones was super super popular on social media and stuff. I saw it everywhere and people yeah. were posting about it and memes and everything. I was like, okay, well now I don't want to watch the show because I don't want to just be following this bandwagon yeah. that everyone's on. So yeah. I was like, there was a reason why I wasn't watching it. I, I got like, like that too. Fuck the people who are watching this show. Yeah. <laughs> Straight I've up. been watching it since it came out. So I was one of those guys. Yeah. But uh, Breaking Bad was the same for me. Yeah. Like same thing. You ever get yeah. like that though, where like a bunch of people are hopping on trends and yeah. you just feel like you're better than people because <laughs> you don't hop on the trend? Like, uh, yeah, I was almost that was Squid Game, but then I just had to. I know, I've never watched it. I had to watch it because I was like, what the hell is everyone raving about? How can this Korean show be so good in America and North America? Like, what is everyone talking about? Yeah. I watched it. It was a, it was a good show, but. Yeah. What would you give it out of 10 if you had to have. Um, after it's been a while after it's been a while i would definitely lower it i mean during the show it was very intriguing you're always like what's gonna happen yeah. but 
after the show, I would give it like a six out of ten. Okay. I was going to give it like a seven. Yeah. Like, it was good. Uh, I wouldn't watch it the season again. No, like if that makes sense. Like I'd watch Game of Thrones again. I'd watch The Office again. Yeah. I'd watch these shows for sure. Again. I'd watch even Outer Banks again. But yeah, I, I I'd, watch wa- Squid- I'd rewatch season one and two. Yeah, but sure. Squid Game, no. Nah. Like it's it was I enjoyed it, but like they should. They were debating like doing a season two. I don't know if they are gonna do it, but yeah. they should just call it because I guarantee it won't be as hype and good. Yeah, there's no yeah. way. Have you guys seen Money Heist? Spanish show. I tried watching no. it, but I couldn't watch it with couldn't that. Watch it. I, I yep. it was similar to Squid Game. I got used to Squid Game, but I could, for whatever reason couldn't get used to Money Heist. I just didn't yeah. like it. Are what about in, you, Josh? No, but question: Are they in different languages? Yeah, Spanish. See that that throws Korean. me off. It throws oh, okay. me off. That throws yeah. me off because I need like, I need like the emotion. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like yeah. I need to understand what you're saying. Yeah. Yeah. And but why also like just I need to see the lineup. Like even if we don't, especially if we didn't sync our podcast to our audio, people would be like, "What the hell is this?" Yeah. People would watch it and would enjoy it a lot less because you pay attention to the mouth movements and the. I'll play the devil's the advocate though, Mr. Beast. Obviously, you guys both know Mr. Beast. This guy translates all his YouTube episodes in all sorts of languages, and he gets millions of views. Well, he's, so he's got a channel for yep. for like every. I think he's got like 20 different channels and for all like 20 different channels, he does a channel in each language Yeah, that's possibly available. Like he is, I think like whatever people think that guy's raking in, he's yeah. raking in way more. Yeah. He's the guy's a legend, man. In him, I, I swear he's probably a billionaire and he's probably, he's oh, like he's mid twenties, early twenties. And uh, one thing that's crazy, I heard this summer, I don't know if it's true, but apparently for, I think it's Mr. Beast Portuguese, maybe like the Brazil, Brazil version of it or something, that channel, they had the same voice actor redo it as in, uh, that played Spider-Man in Into the Spider-Verse. Oh, really? Which is crazy. Wait, yeah. What do you mean? Like the voice actor that voices over Mr. Beast's voice in the Portuguese channel is yeah. the same voice actor that plays Spider-Man oh, in that movie. In but he also voices over for Portuguese in that movie? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. 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 Huh. Yeah. Wild bro. That's crazy. Yeah. It's crazy. Being, being bilingual would be cool. Yeah. I'm a, nice. I'm a, I'm Yo, a, I'm I was at VIU today and one guy I was like, How many languages do you speak? He's like, eight. I'm like, bro, guys are you genius. kidding me? Eight languages? In- He's like, yeah, I just like all my homies, like he's from India. So in India, if you don't know, basically every state has its own dialect and then it kind of like bridges over. Um, so yeah, he grew up and he made friends with people at different places from moving around. And the best way to learn a language is just surround yourself with people that speak yeah. it. Yeah. In my opinion, man, if you like are fluent in more than four languages, you should be nominated for a Nobel Prize. <laughs> yeah. Like that, like... Yeah, yeah. Like, I, I well, remember... Well, you're also on another intelligence level. Oh, like, s- you're so smart. It's crazy. I would watch this video, uh, like the Spit and Chicklets podcast that yeah, I listened to. They, shout out that. Yeah, sh- Unreal podcast. And yep. they... Um, they do these like sandbagger things where it's like two v two golf. Yeah. So they did one against uh, David Pasternak and Kevin Fiala, and Kevin Fiala speaks like five different languages. And someone commented on it, and it like got me thinking: like, if you're fluent in five different languages and you speak them all, like let's say like evenly, what language do you talk to yourself in your head with? Or what are you dreaming in? 
Yeah, like yeah. what? Like you know how like I'm talking to myself in my head in English. Mm-hmm. Like if I knew five different languages, is like is it just mixed? That's the thing. When I was right. learning Spanish, I had to drop my idea of translating English. Like I, I'm not. I can't speak Spanish. Just to put that out there. But when I was in the class, yeah, um, and I was learning how to speak it, I had to drop the you know translation between hello and like I had to just drop those translations in my head because I was just going from hello to like I don't even know how to fucking say hello in Spanish what is it hola hola thank you so I <laughs> like this is what I'm saying like yeah. I don't Bonjour. know how to speak any fucking yeah. Spanish um but when I was learning it if the more I tried to translate it the more confused I got yeah but if I was just I learned the word as what it was and I thought of like you as the actual word you in Spanish then I would I would be able to understand a lot better and I just had to drop it yeah but you can't be thinking like translation the whole time so I would assume the people when they think in their head they're probably thinking in their like mother tongue or whatever it's called like they're they're like first language language, that they learned yeah yeah I would assume, but like what they heard of the. Word. But some people grow up with no mother tongue. Some people grow up with two. Yeah, like English and French. Yeah, or English and Hindi in yeah. India, for example. Like pretty much most of the people I met when I was there, they speak both completely fluently, like mm. completely. So like, I would assume that it's just like this is back and forth like i'm curious where, where some nights you dream in one and some nights you dream in the other i could does, be wrong does their accent come from speaking another language though or does is that just how their english accent is there depends i i feel like it, like you know you look at canada right and majority of canada is english speaking first except for quebec right but if you go to like Newfoundland, their accent's heavy. Like you can tell That's that true. it's different. Yeah, like Nova Scotia. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah, it's yeah. very different. different than BC, right? Yeah. And even when you were in Saskatchewan, you probably noticed certain words that were different, right? Yeah, there's 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 like a lingo. Yeah, where Calgary actually was like the one place I had. You noticed the most? Well, every fifteen year old there thinks they're a gangbanger, and like they just <laughs> like have like they have like the weirdest lingo, man. Yeah. So like you heard some weird stuff for sure. Yeah. Yeah. So exactly that. So it'd probably be something similar in other countries is that depending on the area that you grow up, you have that lingo yeah. per se. And then other languages. It's why people that speak French in Quebec, it's much different than France, right? Yeah. Like they have so much different lingo. That's why they call it quote unquote redneck French, right? Yeah. It's because it's it's there's so much more slang and lingo that is because of Canadian culture versus yeah what they have in France, right? Yeah. Yeah. The funniest thing is you could take a hockey player from every province around the country and they probably sound the exact same. <laughs> yeah. Same lingo. Like same that was sh- yeah, that's yeah, one thing, thing in the locker room, like guys. Yeah, like, it's culture, I, I'm man. guilty for it too, dude. Yeah. I I would catch myself just saying shit that I had no clue what it meant. Yeah. Like I had no Part clue. Part of the culture. It just yeah. sounded dope. Mm-hmm. Like like honestly. Yeah. I would just hit people with words that I just like thought of on the spot. Yeah. Or I put like a Y on the end of every word. Yeah, yeah. Like Shawnee. You know what I'm saying? Or something yeah, like that. Yeah. Just like that's common in hockey culture is yeah. you yeah. always add the like E on the end of people's names and things, last names. Yeah. You see it on the NHL all the time. Like it's, it's weird, like that's just like normal now though. Yeah, yeah. Like I'm surprised it's not in like more like places in life. When I was in Alberta a lot of guys just spoke like that. Yeah. 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 Facts. It's true. It's really interesting. You get chirped about it though. Yeah. 
It's true. Yeah, definitely. Like, yeah. I always, like, a bunch of people, like, the first, I was talking to Luigi about this, too, and he's like, dude, like, the first time I met you, I'm not going to lie, like, I thought you were the biggest douchebag I've ever met in my life, <laughs> and I was just like, dude, no, like, no, no, no hurling, or no feelings are hurt, because, like, I get that so often, and, yeah, yeah. and I, it's just, like, honestly, it's just the way I talk. Yeah. Like, you nice, grew up this yeah, way. I'm just a nice guy. Yeah. Like, <laughs> yeah. But yeah. you just you just have the hockey yeah, seriously. slang. Yeah, like and like I don't think I have an ego right now. Like I've been nothing but humbled for the last two years in a row. So like it's yeah, it's weird. It's just you just come off across like pretty arrogant and like yeah. full of yourself with yeah. it. Yeah. yeah. So it's interesting, like Whenever I think of the uh, hockey accent, I always think of that video out for a rip. Yeah, great. Just you know, out great. for a rip, yeah. are you buddy? Yeah, yeah, exactly. Such a funny yeah. one, yeah. If the Leafs make the playoffs. I'll fucking jump in the lake. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Classic video. If you haven't seen it, look it up. But yeah, uh, that, that's what comes Kenny's to mind. Great too. That should yeah. be our new national anthem. Totally. Rip, oh, yeah. also, shout out. Shout out to the Canadian national anthem. Like, in my opinion, like, I think that's a gorgeous song. Like, <laughs> like, like, <laughs> I'm like, wait, what's the show? This is a now? banger. Should we sing it? I, yeah. I, I, <laughs> no, I'm not even kidding, dude. Like, I was listening to the Spin Checklist podcast, and they were talking about it. And then I, like, like you know what? I haven't heard the national anthem in a while. Because, like, in high school, you, like, they play it in the morning or whatever. Really? Bro, every day in school for me. Yeah. Every what? day. Yeah. yeah. Start of the oh, day. Man, no. You all sing the national anthem <laughs> yeah. like a no. fucking No, call. for me, it was English and French every day. Yeah, Jeez. Yeah. Sing it. Not it up. once did I sing the national anthem. Huh? Not once. <laughs> wow. The only time we'd sing the national anthem is at, was at an assembly or... Uh, like yeah literally an assembly or just like a pep rally or something maybe we wouldn't wow. sing it before sports games the only time we sports would do that games too we would only do it during like hockey we wouldn't do it during basketball that's for sure yeah but i don't know it's, maybe it's a coaster thing but yeah. after i after i heard it though i had realized that like i've been singing it in my head wrong for like the last three years like i've kind of mixed the star spangled banner oh yeah and the canadian national I, yeah. and i just like put it all into one so i just like the other day i was just singing the canadian national anthem in my room just to see if i remembered the whole thing yeah, yeah. i just started belting it out yeah i don't even know if i remember it it's, I, it's once i hear that sound i know it yeah once 100%. once people start singing it too I'm yeah like, oh yeah that's that's i nice. i just want to make sure i know it because like i'll probably never be in a situation where i need to sing it like yeah. like into a mic or something. Yeah. <laughs> but if there ever was that one like time one that moment. someone's like, dude, yeah. you gotta go sing the national anthem. Like, <laughs> this guy's so having a seizure or something yeah. like well, like emergency situation. And dude, if you don't know how to sing it, you were the biggest piece of shit ever. Amazing. Like, yeah. you don't know your own national fucking anthem. <laughs> Dude, come on. Well, I think when you become a citizen in Canada, you have to learn the national What do you mean? You, you should have to sing it to get your here. passport. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So when we're born here, we don't care to learn it. Yeah, but when they make you sing it every day for the I entirety of school. Yeah, no, not every day for me. That's It was very rare. Actually, thinking about it, it's only at one school, but dude, every morning. Yeah, that's terrible. That's how it was for me. Uh, I can't remember if it was every school or one school or what, but I definitely remember english but part of it was french it wasn't like you sing it twice it was yeah. like you'd switch back and forth yeah the american anthem i like how do 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 i like how they end it though like because you can always just end it on just a bomb mm. you can just like a, just a you can just hit that note yeah, yeah except true. for if you're Fergie at the nba all-star oh. game 
Yo, did you guys watch that? Yeah. No. That was oh, bad. So bad On a good note, though, did you guys see Chris Stapleton? I was just going to say that. I was just going to say oh Chris God. Stapleton, bro. Chills. People are like crying and stuff. Yeah. Mm. Chills. We'll watch it. When was that? After? At the Super Bowl this year. Oh, I've seen or, it. Or sorry, yeah. the year before, I believe. Um, I've seen it both times. Not Rihanna. It was. Oh, wait. No, it was this year. It was. It was this year. It was, it was, it was like the anthem before. The game. Yeah, kickoff. Kick yeah, off the halftime show. I watched the Super Bowl entirely, so I would have seen it. I don't. Does What you're saying doesn't ring a bell, but yeah. I definitely watched it. Chills, bro. Yeah. Dude, I missed the entire Super Bowl. I, no. I, I was working for like the first wait, were part you of at it. Cactus? Yeah, I was, I was working too, man. I was working for like the first, I think, two quarters. And I got cut at halftime. So I like went to get on a bus home to go watch the rest of it. Yeah. I got on the wrong bus. Oh, and it, no. it turned into like a two, it's over when you yeah, get it home. turned into like a two and a half hour trip. No, no shit. Man. I probably could have walked it. Dude, were you time. driving today? Do you have a car? No, I sold. So my mom, like I never really got my own car coming out of high school. Cause I got my license when I was, when I would have been 17. Were, were you in Alberta at the time? No, I was in Saskatchewan okay. and out there you can actually get it earlier, yeah, but yeah. to get your learners, you have to, it's a three week program after school. So it's oh, a little different wow. than BC. So yeah. you go in after school for like two or three hours every day. And then you have to have 10 hours in the car with an instructor before you're allowed to write it. Like just even write your learners exam. So I like didn't really have time during the season to do it when I first moved there. Yeah, you're and I grinding. Ne- and I never yeah. got my learners in Calgary just because I was so busy. Like, I was, and I also like didn't really put. In, I probably had time to study for it. I just I don't know why I just didn't. So I got it at 17, and my mom had like a Jeep Cherokee at the time, so she just let me drive it. So I drove that around for like while I lived in Kelowna in my senior year, and then she ended up selling it. So I haven't had like one since I came to the island. Okay, because I swear I saw you driving today. <laughs> where at dude like right by your place dude. i was driving on the island highway and i saw this like i don't know nissan Sentra, just driving and i was like that's that's josh no maybe i have like a doppelganger i think you might there is something, but, like, <laughs> i was gonna text you and be like what's up like i just saw you but i didn't oh, know for sure yeah i uh i my mom's coming out here uh because my birthday's on the 11th on April? Here? April. Oh, yeah. no oh bro. Way, bro. We're oh. one day apart. Are we? Yeah. Twelfth no, here, baby. And he's nineteenth. That goes hard. It's April, yeah. baby. It's great, Let's go. It's actually a yeah. great month on yeah. birthday. It's probably it the best month. We're not biased. It is April's best month for sure. Yeah. Well, it is. So. I mean, like, you're not at the beginning yeah. where there's all this pressure on you because you're the oldest, yeah. but you're also, yeah. you're in this perfect medium. You're still going to be 18 driving in high school. Yeah. You're going to be drinking in your first year of university. It's just the perfect perfect time to yeah. be born. i mean you can have a kid time. in april if you plan it right like yeah why not the only shitty yeah. thing about it was I'm just not good at math so yeah. <laughs> yeah, probably end up coming out in september or something. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. i mean ideally i don't know if it's true but if you look at like the best athletes they seem like they're born in the first half of the year well, of course because the brain development it. was was longer while they were a kid meaning they were learning the same stuff that kids were had less of a brain development and yeah physicality development so i mean they, i don't make got the, rules, the skills man. earlier it well, is what it is i think if they're what they're born at the start of the season probably because yeah. they're getting after it in the off season yeah you true. Know what i'm saying like june july they're putting a baby in in some people you know oh what I'm we were talking about that but that too that's also oh, true oh sorry yeah. i thought that's how that's what you're saying no we're saying like the the best athletes and the best and usually the smartest people are born in the first half of the year because they have the most development when they're a oh, kid oh yeah. i see but 
but that's also but you're true. right. Yeah, yeah, they're they're putting in work with their wives in the office. That's, that's, yeah. that's, that's what I thought you guys were going to But no, your point makes sense. But yeah, that's true. Yeah. <laughs> Both valid. That's yeah. true. Because yeah. like, I feel like you get almost, it's like either you're one of the older people in your grades, if you're born in the second half, or you're the youngest. Yeah. Imagine. Yeah. Like, it's like, there's no way yeah. around it. Imagine like February versus December. Or January versus December. It's like almost a full year yeah. Oh, yeah. of like puberty or like anything yeah. in advance. Yeah, like you're like that's why you should be held back when you're born in like November to December, yeah. like Maybe to the next year, October. like tonight. Like yeah, so I was because... 96, but so you're saying 96 December people should be actually in the next school year. School year. Yeah. Yeah. My brother was a 99, or stepbrother was a 99. Yeah. And he was born in November, and he he was like the oldest kid in this. Yeah, so he just, was, which is nice. That's how it should be. Yeah, because yeah. he's only a couple months older than the other. Actually, people. no, never mind, dude. He was. Oh, so he wasn't. He part... turned eighteen in the fall of his. So he wasn't. He was the youngest. Year. So he's youngest. Yeah, yeah that's one nice. of the youngest. That's tough. Yeah, tough. I think my sister yeah. was that too. Yeah, she didn't yeah. get held back. She Let's was go, like boys. Everyone April. Was... Yeah, April's great. April's it's, great. It's just, and it's just a good time of year. Yeah, yeah. Like we were saying earlier, sun's shining. Yeah, last few days. Yeah, exactly. I was gonna why. say the only unfortunate time was when, uh, was when it was final season, at, during university, and I, especially during COVID, when I first, when they shut everything down. Oh yeah. And I had to come home and write everything online, and I was like celebrating my birthday, writing a final. I was just up all night. April 2020. And then I'm just like slamming White Claws by myself downstairs in the basement. <laughs> You're like, ah. Oh, this... Yeah, but that's like a BS Yeah, case. it was shitty. Like, but, it's not rude. But like, every time my birthday comes around, it's final season. So I always just, I, I ended up going out anyways, usually. Yeah. Who cares? Whatever. Take but, the grade. Yeah. Get Take, cultured. Yeah. What are you guys' thoughts on like, and, and not to point any fingers here, but typically yeah. we see it in the uh, with women a lot more than men. Uh-oh. The, the, <laughs> the, no, this isn't bad. Yeah. Birthday weeks. Mm. Oh, interesting. I've yeah. got, like, birthday week. I keep seeing it's this true. all the time. Like, I there were, like, six different people I, I was following on Instagram. They had birthdays this week. And yeah. they're just like, birthday week has commenced. What do you mean? Like, you're just, <laughs> you're just celebrating birthday every day week. of the no, week? No, it's all okay. How the fuck does that work? Go ahead. Birthday month. Yeah, they've, oh, they've developed it into birthday month. So to be fair, like people like me, it's fair because my mom chose my birthday. What? Like I was a C-section baby. So oh. if you're a C-section baby, you get to the the person birthing you gets to choose when you're born. Okay, I'm curious where you go with this because no, well, so I'm, I get a birthday week because she chose within Shut the week. Shut the fuck up! <laughs> <laughs> what? That's brutal, dude. Mine, mine's always on like. Mine's on like a fucking Tuesday this year. Like what a, I mean not a bad day, but it, it was usually on like a Monday or something growing up. But like, like a birthday week, like and shout out to the women out there because like y'all are great. Like oh, no, yeah. no hate or disrespect to you, but like, it's a pretty sneaky way to just to party for like seven days <laughs> in a row and have no responsibility. Have yeah. in the world. Like, That's what it, I don't know. I probably it's probably what it comes down to. It's just yeah. you know you're you love having people celebrate you yeah, and, yeah. and they're they just enjoy that i don't know well i kick out of it i don't personally don't give a shit about my birthday like i'd rather i have so many birthdays around my birthday that yeah i'll just celebrate it with everybody and yeah and whatever. Sure. like it's what i've been doing the past few years yeah, yeah same thing. I, I mine's just on like easter weekend so i'm usually yo respect family. same thing for me which is a pretty it's Sometimes pretty good we're lucky it's a pretty good weekend to have it on but like i felt bad dude i had to book off like the week from 
I think the ninth to like the sixteenth or something. Because I got my parents are coming to town and yep. I got finals that week. And it like you got to give your reason for requesting it off. And I was gonna put like my twentieth birthday on the eleventh, but then I'm like, it just looks like I'm just requesting seven days off for my birthday. For birthday. <laughs> <laughs> like anyone looking at that birthday be, week, <laughs> gonna be like, it's, what? The you f- just put the new comment birthday week. <laughs> yeah, like. Imagine you I, you understand right yeah <laughs> yeah like i just don't i mean all the power to you like yeah if you i wish i had a birthday week are yeah. you kidding me that'd be Facts. sweet oh that's true yeah <laughs> i wish i had a birthday we could make it happen if you really want we it. so could make it happen but i just well, don't just think get a bunch any of girls over and, and yeah that's your birthday week right there. That, that is it yeah maybe like a merry-go-round or something <laughs> 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 spice it up a bit <laughs> Yo, um, I say we take a pause for a second. I gotta take a leak, and then I think we get the cocktails going. Yeah, let's let's run it back. Take a quick break. We'll see you guys in a bit. Let's do this. Sweet, we are back. We just took a little break there, Um, but we're gonna come back strong and get into convos and cocktails, and learn a new cocktail. Last time we did the uh, BioSteel Peach Vodka with Kayla, which was amazing. Yeah, good. Yeah, it was good, bro. It was it was good, and it just just makes sense if you're wanting to go like longevity throughout the night yeah you know you want to get some how how's that podcast by the way what one oh it went, one, went really well one, yeah. She, she, yeah, I, it was she, unreal she bro f- f- like four-time champ yeah, yeah. dude she's dude, sick imagine doing that dude. she's, she's a sick fucking yeah, legend. She was, nothing yeah, else to say legend yeah um definitely our best podcast like yeah, God, uh, heard it. Up, up to what we've got so far it's been yeah amazing highly recommend if you've made it this far highly recommend listening to that one she's um yeah she's sick she's just a great athlete great speaker great person mm-hmm. like just quality content so yep. yeah check right it on. out but uh yeah let's get straight into it so today cool. we're gonna be doing um this is a little dirty i won't lie to you but i think it's just on there we're gonna be doing uh a drink called sex on the beach <laughs> Hell yeah, baby. Oh, Are yeah. you guys talking about this? Should I get it? Yeah, dude. Yeah, look at who that. It looks, I know. Who cares? But Give the, the camera time. a close-up of that. <laughs> yeah. let, let them decide in the All comments. Right. Right. Sean, you cleaned it. You There's, work at, no, you it was work the dishwasher a bar, dude. That is it's, not a clean glass. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, this is what I served to everybody at work. You sick bastard. No, never. Get a different one. Uh, okay, I'll grab no, a note then. One sec. No, our stuff's clean. Yo, so all these shot glasses, they're doubles. So that's we don't make singles around here. Doubles are my single. Yeah, it's it's absolutely true. That's I mean, Sean said probably the biggest lie I've ever told you, but <laughs> it sounded cool, so I said it. Uh, one of Shawnee's buddies, I what was it? He's like, uh, we're out of we're out of singles. You can only order yeah. doubles tonight. <laughs> yeah, like he'll go up to tables and like, how's it going, guys? Like, just so you know, we're out of singles tonight. We only got doubles. On really? table, so, <laughs> yeah, it's a great line. Yeah. I should be using it. Why I'm not using it? Yeah. Uh, this one's a little cleaner, but yep. it's still a little dirty. That's okay. That's Fun. all right. That'll do. Hey. All right. We'll adopt. We're doing uh, we're doing sex on the beach tonight, baby. Hell yeah. Let's go. I'm excited for it. I don't know how to make this. I've, I've never it a made ton one of these in my I've, life, I've but never, uh, uh, I've never seen it made. But we're gonna go with it. Go. So we start off with some ice, eh? Yeah, we got the ice. Alrighty. We're still always struggling with these ice cubes. There's a lot of cubes in that ice cube holder. Dude. Reason. Yeah, they're these little ones, man. That's not regulation. Do you want is some it? help with that? Well, you get the other. Twist it, and I can just peel it out with my fingers. That would be great. Yeah, it's a good. Reason. Oh, there you go. That's the way to Shawnee's do it. learning. <laughs> there you go. All right. You want some more? 
We got a couple trays here. Nice. All right. I think we're good now. Thank you. Nice. So is, this has been a uh, a regular occurrence on yeah. the show since the very start. Kind of like, would yeah. you say a staple? I think would we've you, done Would it you every reach out and episode. say that? Yeah, yeah I think right we've done on. it every episode, which is pretty cool, but... It's not necessarily a requirement, but we try to do it. It's kind of cool. like Good for you guys. Yeah. Like you yeah, never, every, I've learned every time. I think one episode, maybe I knew the drink, but besides that, I've been learning every time myself. So yeah. yeah. I mean, some of these too, I, I've, I've never made outside of work, but also I've never made this one cool in my life. So, uh, okay. So ingredients list, we're going to need vodka. We're going to need some sort of peach schnapps. There's a couple different brands. We went with this one because that was the only one at the liquor store. Uh, we're going to need orange juice and cranberry juice. So without further ado, we're going to start pouring this up. Heck yeah. This is cold. It's Damn. in the freezer, baby. Oh, Let's go. Freezer. All right. I feel like that should be a thing, right? Like freezing vodka? Yeah. Like I feel like it's better frozen. I, lo- I always do it. Like yeah. It's just like if you're going to be making drinks, you better be drinking them cold. Like i don't know it's just maybe it's me apparently cold beers like a western thing like apparently in europe they don't do that as much i don't yeah. know if it's true they just but crush warm beers apparently it's room temperature well for some wow. beers like like for stout um for usually dark beers you actually don't want it to be uh like like cold yeah you okay. want it to be more closer to room temperature because when the coldness actually takes away from the flavor mm. um like a lot of ales you can have cold and lagers and stuff you'd want is just a nice crisp cold one but if you're drinking a dark beer you want to actually get the full flavor profile so mm-hmm. you have to have it a little bit makes sense like room temperature almost yeah we're a little bit chilled Fair okay enough. so we did one and a half ounces of vodka and now we're gonna do um one mm-hmm. ounce of peach schnapps oh, damn gonna feel a lot yeah, this is like some solid it ice material. Nice, dude, huh? It's, good it's also like a different consistency, it seems like. But I, I don't know. It's a little more thicker. Yeah. Would you say? Yeah. yeah. How often do you guys yeah. get these ordered at work? Like we don't have this on the menu. Yeah, yeah, not at all. So if some some customer asks for sex on the beach, you just say. Hey. I mean, now seeing how easy it is to make, you'd uh, make I, it. I, I could make it. Yeah. You just have to ring in like a uh, vodka shot and then a peach schnapps shot. Oh, you do it like separately. Makes yeah. sense. Yeah. And just say like open mod it. Yeah. There's some drinks that I've, you know, that we have at work or we don't have on the menu that people ask for and we'll make it. But yeah. Cool. Sometimes we can't make it because we literally don't, don't have, have the, the ingredients. Ingredients. Yeah. Okay. So, whoops, already spilling. Um, you want to do an equal part cranberry and orange juice. So I'm literally just going to top these up with cranberry and orange oh cool so this one doesn't it's not super specific no i'm just topping it up cool i mean how can this taste bad man it's peach orange and cran like it's gotta be good it's gotta be good man also i got this recipe just off ChatGPT, so we'll see how it goes it's probably right then i would hope it's right but some i've noticed some things aren't right on ChatGPT. So keep an eye out. So you just like AI drinks? Well, that's dude. Like that's the thing is if I want to come in here and make, because I know, I know a good amount of drinks. I'm still a new bartender too. Keep this in mind. Like you've seen over the. No, for sure. I'm just but, like I think that like I've just never, 
I didn't but, even know that was a, yeah, a thing. Like, like I, yeah. Okay. So when I come on here, like I, I have the recipes that I know yeah. and I'll make drinks on here with what I've known. And most, I think all the drinks that I've made so far right. I've known, yeah. but I've just run out of ideas for drinks yeah. to make that people yeah, I remember can make at home because, that, yeah. yeah, like for example, a mojito, we're trying to make these drinks so that you guys can make it at home with a bartending kit. But I couldn't make a mojito in here unless I just I had tools of some sort. Because you got to muddle the limes and the mint and stuff. And you got to shake it. What does muddled mean? It means like crush it with okay. like a muddler. Yeah. And so it would just be messy for a podcast mm. like in this space. Yeah. Drink. So, so that's why I'm just looking GBT, up random. What drinks to make on a podcast that are what simple? What I typed in is... I gave the list of drinks of alcohol that I have, and yep. I said, "What can I make with these drinks?" That's cool. And I came up with a bunch of different cocktails. Yeah, that's so. what that's what I was wondering. Like, yeah. that's sick. Dude. That's yeah. dope. That stuff's coming so far. Yeah. It's kind of sketchy, actually. Oh uh, yeah. Have you seen like some of those, like photos that AI can make now, and like just yeah. the conversations it can generate? Yeah, dude, it's nuts. It's Braden's like, doing that. He's doing that. Donald Trump. Uh, <laughs> AI with like Joe Biden and Barack Obama. He's doing all those. Uh, That's hilarious. Yeah, he's doing those like conversations that they have. Have it's you heard? Wild. Have, have you heard the one about them like going skiing out Whistler? No, I've. I, someone told me about that today, and he's gonna send it to me. So um, funny. But I heard it was super funny, dude. It's like the more. It's actually like you listen to it, and you're like, this is like a conversation I would have with my buddies. Yeah, <laughs> like this is so spot on. Yeah, it's so funny. Okay, yeah. all right. Cheers, boys. Cheers. We've got our sex on the beach. Careful here, I guess. Cheers. Yours is a little full nice. there. Nice. Your orange wheel's Rolling. about to fall too. Yeah. Cheers, bro. Cheers, Joshy. Thanks for coming on the pod. True. No worries, boys. Thanks for having me. It's always a pleasure. Well, my yeah. orange is definitely fucked, so I'm just gonna throw her in. Yeah, I'll grab a towel for that. Dude, how did so so much go wrong so quick? Look at this; it's literally a puddle. Jesus, what do you think? I think Dude, it tastes pretty damn that's good. That's phenomenal. Yeah, like I don't know. When I drink this, I'm like, ah, uh, I'm getting a hangover if I drink these all night. Oh yeah, but oh like, for sure, yeah, it wouldn't be. You pretty. could rip these oh, easily. That. This on a hot summer day would be real nice. That actually didn't even like taste like booze. No. Yeah. Yeah, but I'm good. It's, uh, over a double. Yeah, I know. Or maybe it's just that's a that's a sketchy part. Yeah. yeah. Is it half an ounce of? Uh, it's one and a half peach schnapps and then full ounce of peach schnapps. So peach little schnapps, more. I think, is like seventy percent or something. Okay. Don't quote me on that, but nice. Yeah, this is awesome, bro. Good shit. Yeah, it is good. Sex on the beach, perfect summer drink. We're getting into those days right now. It's getting pretty nice weather, and it just feels good waking up, and it's it's nice out. Yo, just, um, a friend of mine, uh, shout out Ab. He, uh, I saw him at VIU today, and he or yesterday, I think, and he was like, "Yo, is this like the warmest it gets in Canada, like in on Vancouver Island? Like, is this like summer?" And I'm like, "Huh, just no. wait, just yeah. wait. This is just a taste of what you're about to get. Yeah. Like today was get, warm, but it can not. get up to like 35 in yeah. the summer. Like it was." Chilling. It was hot last summer, dude. I was yeah. struggling too because my place is it's a nice apartment and like everything's good about it, but they ain't got no AC. Yeah. Ooh, and nice. it was tough. Yeah. Luckily my uh brother shout out to uh Matthew Matthew uh the legend. He started an air air conditioning like business. That's slash, yeah. It's a good idea. Dude, great idea. And they like fix all these 
ones up and order a bunch of new ones and like rent it out to like different film sets and stuff like that. I think it's called, uh, I don't I'll, I feel bad now cause I don't even know the name of the company. Okay. Yeah. But yeah. I'll, I'll, if we'll I, uh, if, yeah, I'll look it up for the end of the yeah. podcast. Yeah. But, uh, he sent me over like this, like air conditioner from like the 1990s. dude. It, <laughs> it was like, it was huge. And I just brought it over the ferry with me. And it, that like was my saving grace. Wow. Wait, it was, did it go on your window? No, it wasn't even one of those. Oh, that was, that was part of the struggle. It just had like one of those tubes. Yeah, yeah. So I'd you like mount it in somehow, eh? Like you don't they know no, it goes I, on your floor probably and then I only out the had, window. Yeah, I only had this like my sliding. I don't have like a window. I just have my sliding deck door ah. in my apartment. So I had to like go like jimmy some cardboard in there and stuff like that. And oh man. It and was yeah, it was just it was fucked, man. But it probably still made your place fucking nice. Dude, it was so good yeah. after that. Like yeah. it helped yeah. it helped so much, but then there's like this little hose on it yeah. and it drains the water. Yeah. And like, I didn't know like what to do. Cause I'm on the top floor. Yeah. So my poor neighbors below me were just getting soaked. Like, Oh no. Oh, yeah. You and flooded the place. Well, I went to work one day and I got a call being like, come turn like your fucking AC unit off. Like, or stop the water. And I had put the hose into this huge garbage bin out there. Just thinking, like, there's yeah, no, no way. Yeah. I'm thinking there's no way, like, in a day this is going to get above, like, the height of the garbage can. And it did, dude. And it just fucking went everywhere, apparently. <laughs> Rinse the place. Rinse the place. And, like, my neighbors got stuff underneath it, so I felt bad. Yeah. Crazy. Um, yeah, but Whatever. fuck, dude. It goes. Uh, we're going to have to figure out something else for yeah. For this, this summer, summer yeah. Yeah. yeah well that's like one of my biggest fears i know what happened to someone else in the building is they plugged their washer and dryer and put their washing machine on when they left the house so you know how washing machines they it just lets water in until yeah. the level kind of gets to a certain point well the sensor was busted or something it just kept loading water forever Tough. and it flooded the whole place like there was like inches of water and the only reason it got caught because they were at work is because the neighbor below had water leaking down, like in their house. That's wild. Yeah. Nothing like. Yeah. Uh, I hope they had house that's, insurance. That's sketchy. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Nothing like when Hafiz left his sink leaking. Oh and no. Fernando yeah. wakes up, or he's yeah. like sitting on his desk or something like that, yeah. like sitting like because it's right below, right? Right below his room. Yeah. Right you guys ever flood anything growing up? Oh yeah. Like, you ever yeah, flood yeah. the house on yeah. accident or something? Well, it was usually just like the that we had our, again our washer leaked and i remember coming down one day and it was actually just so bad like four or five inches of just water and you can you're just like i kind of want to swim in this almost you know <laughs> like you're, you've never seen your house just full of water i haven't experienced um, this at all but no fernando he was sitting at his desk and he lives right he was right below my buddy hafiz's bathroom yeah and uh and all of a sudden the roof like caved in because there's so much water had built up that it just like cracked the roof and then just started pissing water on him while he was sitting right below it dude that's sketchy yeah i'm glad like ours is only three stories high Mm. so i'm the top so i don't have to worry about any no one above no one above me Yeah. Yeah. yeah which is nice but like you just worry sometimes like the plumbing's so bad in the building because it's it's an older building they've just renovated yeah. it a little bit and like my toilet will just clog 
out of, out of nowhere. Yeah. Like the Ouija came over today for a bit <laughs> and he's just like when when pee or something like that and he's like, dude, like toilet's clogging. Or yeah, right. yeah, right. Yeah, right. Yeah, so I yeah. Boys been capping. Yeah, yeah. There's no way. That's a quick yeah. that's a quick poo if you snuck that in. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. But yeah, it's just like there's been times where it's just hasn't stopped overflowing like the do you water, know how to fix that the water just keeps coming do and you know how to fix that yeah like you, you gotta do? you gotta get up into like the top part of the bowl and stuff like that and well start, just turn your water off <laughs> so going no so, i we we don't have like in our in our apartment no, we with, don't it's a every toilet though you'll notice mm-hmm. like now look for it like every toilet has a little nozzle like or like a little oh. um tap underneath the toilet that is connected to the wall. That is literally your shutoff. Dude, good luck. Toilet. I'll show if you ever come over. I'll show you this toilet, like the setup. So it looks like it. You would walk into this bathroom and you would be like, "Man, this is a nice looking bathroom." And then part of this shit is just so retro. Like it's so old. Like parts of it are nice and parts of it are so old. Yeah. So there's like, I had that situation once because the guy walking me through my place when I like because when you first sign the lease, you got to go in and yeah, they walk you. Yeah, they yeah. walk you around and they you check everything off with them and he told me there's he's like yeah there's no cut off for the water so here's like he gave me a list of numbers that of like plumbing companies that were contracted with the building and was pretty much just like yeah give him a call yeah it happens and i went downstairs once and i met my neighbor like the guy right below me because i'm like i should probably go go say hi to this guy like introduce myself at least um and he that that's like the first thing he warned me about he goes yeah the building's real old so like there's stuff going on with the plumbing. Yeah. So yeah, like, it's it, but it's like, there, but now, you know, turn it off. There is that, there has to be that like, nozzle. I hope so. And anyone else out there, yeah. if you ever are in that terrible situation where you've, you're, you've clogged someone's toilet and you've gone over, like imagine I've looked, hard. I've looked for it though. That's a scary. Okay. Part, it's, yeah. it's, un, it's gotta be under there. Cause in order to replace the toilet, they have to turn the water off there. They couldn't just turn okay, off the I whole see. building. So it's got to be behind there, and you just turn it in, like to the right, Dang, yep. and uh, and I'll turn the water off from like keep filling up. Um, yeah, yeah. But dude, I, I was looking at some because I really wanted to see like like some horror stories. Oh, I've done this. <laughs> you too. just Horror-like. looked them up. So I looked yeah. up Reddit. Yeah, uh, yeah. like <laughs> like. I was clogged, thinking the same thing. Clogged toilet story, yeah. like nightmares, and there's some bad ones. Like, oh, hundred percent. There's um. Should I read some off? I feel like it'd be hilarious. I could tell one while you're looking it up. Okay, yeah. Okay, so I read this story. It was like TIFU. So reddit.com slash r slash TIFU, which is today I fucked up. So this guy, he's uh, dating this girl. And I guess they were seeing each other long enough where they felt like it was time for him to meet her parents. So he goes over to her place and they're eating food. And you know when you're eating food and like, at the end of the dinner, you're like, I gotta go. Like, this is not it. Like, it's like that type of like, I gotta take a shit ASAP. Like, yeah, you're getting ready for deployment. You're, yeah. You're going to war. Yeah. Yeah. Literally. So he goes upstairs. He's like, hey, where's the washroom? And they're like, yeah, it's just upstairs. Take a right and you'll see it just on your left. So he goes, he goes up there. And he's like, no stress. It's upstairs. It's away. No one can hear or see anything. I'm chilling. Uh, so he goes up there. And does his business or whatever. And sure enough, the toilet clogs. And uh, like Sean said, everywhere or earlier, 
everyone should know there's that little tap to turn off, but he didn't know. So he's clicking this because he's in panic mode. He's at his girl's oh, no. parents. And when you click this multiple times, the what happens? Keeps coming. The water keeps coming. So now the bathroom's <laughs> flooding. It's going over the toilet. And now there's like, for lack of a better term, shit water everywhere in this bathroom. Oh. And now he's panic mode. So he stops clicking it. He leaves it. And uh, he's just trying to like figure out what to do. Doesn't know. And like your anxiety's pumped in through the <laughs> through yeah. the roof. Just because it's like the most awkward yeah, thing yeah. to have you're to You're at like your girlfriend's with. parents. And you're trying to like make a good impression right now. Like, oh, no. You know. So he's panic mode whatever and some time goes by and after a while i guess his girlfriend was like okay something's wrong because he hasn't come back downstairs and he's been up there for like a while like there's a problem here so she goes upstairs and knocks and is like hey like are you everything all good he's like all good all good and then uh i guess her parents decide like okay like we should go check it out too, whatever. Um, I can't remember exactly the story. This is a little foggy part, but somehow they opened the door and he was in the process of like putting his hand oh, no. in the bowl to try to like unplug <laughs> it when they opened the door. Oh, and he's no. like, this is like the most embarrassing oh, thing. If this girl keeps me around, God. like wife material, obviously, but like, yeah. That was did, did she? Did I don't know. I don't know. Uh, the The story's a little hazy. I read it a few years ago. But what would you? Oh shit! You read like, that. what do you do? Like in that in that situation? Like yeah. Uh, like I don't know, man. Like you gotta just own it. You have point. to. You have to own it. But like, don't put your hand in the pool, no, no. Man. You can't do that. You're fucked. Okay, li- listen to this one. Okay. Okay. This is on Reddit. Yeah. Uh, just a post seven years ago. It says. Not me, but a friend of a friend. So Cap. right away, yep, sure. right away, I, it's that yep. or... Anyways, this guy <laughs> this guy was dating a girl for a month or so, and they both decided they'll go back to her house to meet her parents after their date at a local restaurant. They arrive at the house, and the guy, feeling unwell, heads straight to the toilet. He takes a huge dump, and the toilet won't flush, no matter how many times he tries. In sheer panic mode, he picks up the log with, with some toilet roll and flings it straight out the window and carries oh. on. <laughs> I believe this. I'm sorry. He finally comes downstairs into the kitchen to see the family patiently waiting his arrival in the conservatory. <laughs> he confidently walks out, but only to see three faces of pure, hor- pure horror looking back at him. There it was, the log and toilet paper roll on a full show atop of the conservatory. What an intro. So oh, I assume no. that means just the balcony outside, yeah. right outside their window. Yeah. Imagine that. Tough. <laughs> you, your first decision is, all right, it's clogged. Let's throw it out the window. No, no. Oh, that's that's sucks. probably what I would like if in the story you're telling, like yeah. if you walked in on someone just elbowed, like, elbow, deep. E- elbow yeah. deep in the toilet. Yeah. <laughs> like, what are you thinking they're yeah. doing? Like, I'm thinking yeah. they're scooping out a shit. <laughs> like I'm thinking they couldn't find the plunger and they're manually okay. they're okay. manually going this? in to drain or to this? we normalize it. this we normalize <laughs> everyone should have plungers in their bathroom so yeah. no one ever has to be in that situation well, well I'm a scumbag I don't I do yeah I do just for no this wait uh, in, the, in the house in the house there is one but yeah. it's not in my bathroom. you shouldn't have multiple though 
True. You have one per household. At least. Yeah. yeah. At least. <laughs> well, you probably... Because think about it. You're like, you have one in the downstairs bathroom, but you're at a party. And then it's in the upstairs that you fucking clog the toilet. And then you have to go all the way through the house and the party with the plunger. Just <laughs> And at that point, you don't know who's walked into the bathroom. And if you come back and the door is locked and you're outside with the oh, plunger. No. But then again... In those situations, no one's... It's a party, man. Yeah. Then again, yeah. I would probably just fucking put the plunger outside the door and walk away and just call it a day. Yeah. No, it, now, now they're sued. Because yeah. now they're the ones who clog the toilet. Yeah. <laughs> they're going to try flushing it. Well, you said normalize. I think one thing we should normalize is just admit to you 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 plug the toilet. It is what it is. Yeah, like, I guess so. Who cares, man? It doesn't matter. Like At the end of the day, like... <laughs> everyone's doing it i guess no pun intended shit happens like just acknowledge it and move on like yeah. i just it would is feel like is. just character building just, yeah exactly. that's, uh, that's all it is <laughs> like, it. that's the lesson out of this yeah, yeah if your girl's gonna break up with you because of that like she wasn't the one yeah no like, <laughs> yeah yeah straight up like yeah, everybody has her days yeah man. Like, exactly like, even like having to go to the bathroom after the meal like directly after the meal like i'm like i'll just say it like if i made a meal for someone and they gotta go to the bathroom right away like i'm like that's a fuck you to me because like (laughs) are you kidding me like they just finished eating and they already have to go like yeah yeah yeah. big oof yeah Yeah. tough it's a bad sign yeah it is a tough sign but in those situations like you, you gotta train yourself you're a man and yeah. like what if her mom just whips up bad food and you just gotta <laughs> eat it you like you just gotta it. eat yeah. it you go for the yeah. two flusher so uh what do you boys you do really, in that situation really safe two flusher bro what's that you just you flush it twice yeah rather than rather than and fucking, then you just leave when it's don't like risk full? no fuck no, no okay. i mean i'm saying preparing for that okay you you flush it twice and you don't fucking worry about the just using so much tp that it's you know that i you don't know man. what if the what if the what if it's full you just leave and let them deal with it later oh in that situation yeah. i think uh no no i think you, you have you to, own, need to own it yeah. you can't do that because then you're gonna look way worse yeah you gotta be like yo to be honest where's your plunger at that's what yeah. I, that's, that's how I'd be <laughs> i think you have it. to man i just yeah. i just walk down there confidently with a smile on my face and just laugh my ass off and be like yo where's your you fucking wouldn't plunger? believe this is my nightmare right now yeah like yeah. you don't know how much anxiety yeah. I, have. <laughs> I could puke yeah but i can't because, because the toilet's <laughs> so where's your plunger <laughs> dude for me if if i knew the date was coming like if I had a week in advance, yep. dude, I'd be eating dog food. I'd be eating dirt. Like I'd just be strengthening my immune system <laughs> for the entire week, prepping for whatever could come my way. No so way. By the time the weekend you've been in these situations before, so there's no way you've done that. <laughs> no, I I don't even like at that point. Yeah, whatever, man. You and just no, fucking drink some coffee you just gotta soak, and prepare. You just gotta soak it. It's just one of those things, like nobody's perfect boys yeah and exactly. so and sometimes it comes down to. and sometimes yeah. you need just need to ask for a plunger mm-hmm. and if there's no plunger in there it's really if like this is the thing dude if you have an you have a window but all right yeah you have a, you have a seven hey. minute you have a seven minute window of someone like within at least 10 minutes after you come back from the bathroom someone's gonna go yeah you know what i mean like someone's just gonna go naturally you yeah. might not even have to go to the bathroom. They're just going to be in there. So in my opinion, you got like a seven minute window to, to e- figure your to shit out. To exit the house. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> to exit. 
Because like you, like you could just essentially, you could just be like, leave the shit in the toilet <laughs> and just fuck that man. Like, well, unless you have no intentions of continuing the relationship. No, you got to, like, you got to. You were looking like, for a reason to break yeah, up with no, her. No, not, not even that. Or you like, like there's just some things that are so embarrassing in life. You just kind of got to. That's like, true. You just got to make like fake a phone call. Yeah, yeah. Like oh my god, my buddy just got in a car accident or something. <laughs> <laughs> yeah yeah the classic yeah i'm gonna like someone's in the hospital yeah, right but now next, next 10 minutes go by they go upstairs in their bathroom the f- water's dripping exactly. down the stairs and exactly. then immediately you're like they know you're they done know yeah. yeah pull your mic up closer there curdy yeah true um yeah. yeah or just say like oh frick i forgot to feed my dog even if you yeah. don't have a dog and then bring the dog back, go into the bathroom and say that your dog's shit in the toilet. <laughs> True. My dog's potty trained. Yeah. How about that? If you guys ever had a dog. Yeah. I've always wondered this. Like we had dogs grown up, still do. Smaller dogs though. Yeah. So never like a big dog. I've seen videos of big big dogs just like peeing in the toilet. Yeah. Just getting up and doing that. that. Like are are, would would you train your dog to do that? Essentially. Because no, I feel like it'd be just too awkward for me I to feel, train it. I feel like I'd be, I'd be like, I'd be holding it. its leg up and fucking. You'd be, I'd be like, "Okay, put your foot here on the wall." And, yeah. And and pee now. Yeah. It would just be a weird process. I feel like part part of me would feel like I was stripping his freedom in a sense by yeah. doing that, not letting him do it outside. Yeah. But another part of me is like, dude, if that if he does lock it down and he can just hop up there on his own and just start peeing in the middle of the night, and I don't get, be and I don't get woken up. That'd be sick. If you do it during the day, but, though, you're a weirdo. Like, you're a bad yeah, boy. Yeah. If you, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, if you catch yeah. him in piss, yeah. 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 That's a bad dog. Yeah. No. Uh, I don't know. Because, like, uh, cats and stuff. But if they can inside. stand up straight, like, that would be sick if they could, like, lift their legs up and they're standing straight and kind of pissing in it and, like, like a dude would. The way I saw it, it was, like, paws in front, hind legs just swung around. Oh, like, oh, oh yeah. Okay. I've seen that, too. And actually. then they just yeah. sit there and they kind of just look at you, like, you like what's going on yeah, yeah. Like, but they have no aim that's the thing i feel like they would miss in the middle of the night they can't see it's kind of like when you're yeah. like half asleep and yeah. you stumble to the washroom like at one eye closed dark in the room because you don't want to turn the light on and you accidentally miss the toilet and you're yeah like, fuck yeah next morning's rough i was gonna say good for you for having that uh I, that's a something i need to really invest in is that night light in the bathroom oh, yeah, yeah just, like the yeah. flashing one because like, it's because i'm lazy man no but like yeah. i my issue is like if i plug something in in my bathroom my light needs to be on or the <laughs> electricity <laughs> doesn't work yeah. <laughs> bro where are you living so that's what i'm saying like there's some quirky shit about this building hmm. so like if yeah if the lights off the electricity doesn't work it's like the switch for my nothing light, works yeah nothing works weird yeah so like all my google home in it and it'll like shut down like the minute i turn the light off tough yeah so. that's insane yeah so it's a little weird so it's like i can't do a whole lot in there but are you are you like didn't you do you just move into that place no i got there like october of 2021 is this the place where you air dried and got in trouble yeah <laughs> yeah i did air dry oh yeah i forgot about that story yeah i had no towels one day right so, yeah and like it's a big living room yeah I'm like honestly, I'm just gonna air dry in my living room. Yeah, and just kind of like sat near the deck a little bit. Like, I tried to get out of the way a little bit, but I don't think anyone really saw or complained. But. Yeah, it's like midday. Yeah, yeah. And then one guy kind of gave me shit about it. Like, I saw him. He, he lived in my building, and he like lived down 
the hall. Get, no, it's like I'm on one side of the yeah. building, and I think he's on the same level as me, but like two rows down. Oh, okay. And I saw him in the, like the laundry room because we share the same laundry room. And he's yeah. like giving me like pretty much said he's like I was staring at you, you're butt ass naked, and like I don't know where he was looking at me from. Like that's Damn. a weird part. Like you would have to been like staring into the apartment to see that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But, like I'm always, if I'm always in that, if I'm in that situation, like my room right now, I'm on the corner. So you know my my yeah. my window like, corner garage. The road yep. the road can see me. Yeah, from two ways. From two ways. Yeah, he has like the two main way like is this. coming up this road, and, and if usually I'm up late, so my light is the only one on. Right. And so I keep my blinds open, but um, I'm always getting naked in front of that window. And there's it's a busy road. Yeah. And so I always do the dick test though, like the dick height test. So I'll like put my hand to where the level of it is, and right. then I'll I'll put it to against the wall, like my hand against the wall, right. and I'll measure it. Like I'll, I'll I'll put there, like I'll I'll keep my hand there, and then I'll bring my eyes down to that level to right. see if and if I can see the road. Because if I can't see the road, then they can't see that. Right. And I no matter how many times I do that test just to reassure myself and I know that no one can see it, I'll be standing up and guaranteed they can see my full like upper body, but it's just the mentality probably, that they can see all of it. It's probably cause they can. And that's kind of how this guy explained it to me. Like, cause I didn't like, I genuinely didn't like, I'm not trying to be nude in public. Yeah. Like, I don't break laws. You know what I mean? I, <laughs> I, I enforce them if anything, like, you know what I mean? Like, I enforce laws. <laughs> I yeah, feel like that's that's cap. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, but like, dude, it it all depends on where you are in the room, like the angle of where, like, uh, let's say, head to schlong is like that that that, that 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 measurement of space. If you're at the back of the room and you're looking from the road, like I can see you in yeah. the back yeah. of the room. The angle, dog. I didn't understand that. Like I my like. I honestly, I didn't do anything past a, like a grade 10 math. Yeah. Like I'm, I'm clueless when it comes to like geometry and shapes and shit. Like, yeah. I just don't get angles. Yeah. Well, they, if you can't see the road at, at uh, whatever you said, head to schlong level, <laughs> then if you're down at the schlong level and you can't see the road, then they can't see you. Yeah. But what if they're That's above? A good point. If they're above, That's what no, I'm saying, who's above like, me on that road? It's possible. All the SpaceX satellites. See, you're not oh. above on my road. That's above. Because, like, where you went and dropped me off that one day, if you went right up that road, it just keeps going up to Terminal F. Like, it's yeah, on a slant, yeah. like, behind exactly, the Midland yeah. Tools. I don't have any like that. The only way someone would cash that is on a drone. I don't know, Yeah, man. so I guess people, like, saw me and stuff. What Shit. about your neighbors? My neighbors can't see it. I've did the, to the left. No, I did the schlong height test, and it didn't. I don't know, man. I think that's a bull, BS test. Do you, Bro, do you I guys, think it's not. Why, think. How would, to explain the physics behind that, why it would Well, be. it's not about what you think they perceive. There could be people that perceive you that you don't know they're there. No, that's, no. Sorry. Drones, satellites. Well, sure. And if they're going to get me on a drone or satellite, they earned it. <laughs> yeah that's that that's i share the same opinion yeah like whatever like if someone catches me naked uh, on camera looking for me enjoy it yeah, like honestly like, what you can get i guess seriously so your neighbor was enjoying it eh, joshy i don't know but in my opinion dude like i love just walking around the house something about it's so free naked yeah, yeah it's great. so freeing it's like great. it's just like it takes you back to like the beginning times yeah like guys did this all the time yeah, yeah. like how awesome is like that? that yeah I sleep like that. 
There were yep. no streets All day. back then. Although I'd feel a little like uh, vulnerable if I was out like doing a hunt and I was doing yeah, like true. climbing, hiking. True. I'd feel like true. you know. I'm known to I'd fall scratch too, that yeah. shit, or I'd get it caught on a branch or something, and I would just it would ruin my day. <laughs> I'm allergic to mosquitoes, dude. And so it just it'd be game over for me. Oh, the minute I got a bite, yeah, you're done. Yeah. Yeah. Like nothing happens, but Ooh, like I just swell up real damn, bad. That would suck. Think yep. of all that, like a bee or a hornet Ugh. to the genitals. Also, mosquitoes kill them. They're the most. Oh, yeah. ki- yep. Like uh, we, we learned s- this from VIU games, actually. Well, at least I, I, I had known it before, but. I can see why people said the hippo, but it's the most... Um, Wait, people said hippo? Yeah, a lot of people said hippo. Really? It sounds like it would be the one because they're so they're such deadly creatures. I didn't most think that. What? Uh, what's that? Like, what, like, what's the rank for? The most deadly uh, animal in the world Human deaths. Mosquito. Like, most human deaths. Yeah, because they, they carry so many diseases, diseases. and yes. AIDS yep. and whatnot. Malaria. Yeah. HIV, malaria. malaria, you name it. Do you guys yeah. remember H1N1? Yep. Yeah. That yeah, was man. like the scariest shit. Dude, that was one of the swine flu. Speaking yeah. of speaking of uh, shit, <laughs> <laughs> dude, I I think That's I funny. got that. So back when that was going around, I was at a hockey tournament. <laughs> you caught H one N one, dude. Dude, it was like bad. Damn. I had a bad flu, so it was going around the fucking team, and uh, and so. I was at this hockey tournament and I went to a Boston pizza. I think it was like the end of the tournament or no, we, I think we had one, one game left, but we were staying in the hotel that night. I went to a Boston pizza and I'm like, I don't know, 11, 12 years old. And I mucked like six pieces of pizza at Boston pizza. And I was full. Right I, I had like at that age, that's a good amount of pizza. That's good. Yeah. Parmesan or no Parmesan. I don't remember. I was like 11. So I would assume with Parmesan. Yeah, right. Um, Respect. Yeah. 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 Uh, so I, I mucked these six pieces of pizza and then I, the night went on and I went to bed and I started feeling like a little bit sick. I was like, fuck, like, I do not feel good. So I fell asleep and I wake up. Oh no. So before I went to bed, I remember telling my mom, I was like, mom, like I need a, a nice cold apple, just a juicy apple right now. Like that is what I need right now. Cause I was just. I think my body was dehydrated and I was craving some sort of sugar and water. Yeah. And so I just, this was the most tasty sounding thing. So she goes down to the front lobby and she comes back with an apple, but it's one of those dark red apples which that isn't juicy at all. It's warm. Yeah. I eat it Nasty. one bite. I was like, Ugh, this is not what I wanted. Yeah. And then I go to sleep and bro, I should, I should not. I woke up to me just sitting up in bed, projectile vomiting all oh. over my bed all over the bed and this is the hotel room yeah. i'm sitting in my cot and they they're on the other side my parents are in, in another bed and i get up and now i'm like holy and i'm just i can't stop it's just coming on me yeah. yeah um and then i went to the bathroom or i went to my parents and i was like like sick crying obviously yeah and then kept getting sick in the bathroom kept getting sick in the bathroom like over and over, and, over. and then i was sitting in my in this chair with a bucket just so sick and at this point i'm like i'm tasting the boston pizza again yeah and so uh i eventually am so tired that i fall asleep but i had to get changed because i puke all over me shit all over me and uh so i'm I'm, my dad's just showering me like hosing me off in the shower yeah (laughs) (laughs) like Like, i'm fully naked i'm just getting hosed off and uh and they're like ripping the sheets off put them in the bowl in a in a ball and just like 
Um, and so then throw those over there. Yeah, yeah. throw them in the corner. Yeah. And then uh, actually they were rinsing them in the in the bathtub, but they it's were so nasty. Yeah, either. like I I had already puked all over it. It was not gonna recover. I'd have to switch rooms at that. Yeah, point. so yeah. I yeah. switched beds. Actually, I switched into my parents' bed and I laid on the side. Ruined that one too. And so and then all of a sudden I wake up and I just like shit the bed <laughs> everywhere. No. Just like 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 I was so sick and I wake up puking again and I just had this terrible. It was oh, the worst no, flu I had ever had. And I swore it was the Boston pizza, but I didn't realize that the flu was going around as well. And it could have been just the regular flu. But at that point, H1N1 is huge in BC. Yeah. Um, and uh, and so, yeah, I, I, for the longest time, I never went back to Boston pizza because I thought it was their pizza. And I just remember that, that night was just horrific for me. And my parents literally went down to the hotel staff and like, we're so sorry in the morning. They're like, our room is just terrible. <laughs> like, like you're gonna have you to, to change you're gonna back have suits. to throw the sheets out like yeah. you have to yeah like there's no recovering these. that's insane yeah what was the last time you went to boston pizza uh actually pretty recently but i never really go yeah um but as a kid yeah i remember not wanting to go anywhere. i haven't been there in ages what about you Josh? looking at it yeah have you been there oh, recently oh man like Two, three years ago, maybe. No. Dude, their pierogi yeah. pizza is unreal. Is it? Oh my they, god! They had good bro. food growing up. Their there, pierogi pizza is insane. That was good. Go catch a game there. Yeah. Like, yeah, they got they yeah. got actually host the or they have like the sporting events. And they pull the screen down for like yeah. UFC fights. Yeah, I should rip Boston pizza that. at some point then. Dude, the pierogi pizza. I'm, I'm telling you right now, wild. it's unreal. Damn. Yeah. Yeah. They Fish have bowl one Fridays. I'll be down. Yeah. Fish bowl Fridays are great. Crazy. What is that? It's just like a bunch of alcohol mixed together with juices and like maybe even slushy and then a Corona or wait, maybe that's a bulldog, but it's basically a big bowl of booze that you just slam. Damn. But sometimes they put a Corona in it, which I believe is called a bulldog. But yeah. Yeah. Now sounds like a good time. Yeah. I'll be down. Try it yeah. out. Crazy. Yeah, man. I got this uh, guy from Toronto once, dude, and he was just like... He pulled up. I didn't even think it was an Uber. I just heard this guy pull up, like, blasting drill music. <laughs> yeah, just blasting drill music. And, like, I got in, and he didn't turn it down at all. When I got in there, and our whole ride was just bumping. And it was That's sick. sick. Yeah, it was a good time. Pretty cool. I've been in an Uber. I was in an Uber in Vancouver with a few guys. And uh, the there's this lady in front of us who was trying to turn left at a no-left turn area. But there's a lot of those in Vancouver, but yeah, yeah. it's because there's two lanes coming and you're just not supposed to turn left at a certain time. And um, she's just turning left and we can't go because there's cars on the right lane going past us. And now we're stuck behind this lady. And he just literally just like puts his hand on the horn and he just holds it there the entire time she's turning left. And she's waiting for like 45 seconds. And he's just had his hand on the horn the entire time. Jesus. And I was like, respect to this guy, number one, for doing that. Because fuck this lady for, you know, not obeying the rules on the road. But I also just could not believe that he was doing that. Just with passengers in the backseat. Yeah. Wow. So funny. Yeah. I mean, it's it's in North America, there's less horn culture. When I was in India, man. <laughs> That's, the horn is part of your that, your your car. Exactly. Like, that's you know? like New York. That's yeah. like like we took yeah. a taxi in New 
New York City once, and he was saying like certain honks mean certain things. Yeah, makes sense. So it's actually a way to like communicate on yep. the road between like all these drivers because it's just a clusterfuck of cars. Exactly. Yeah. Like, so what does like a forty-five second hold mean? <laughs> I'm talking just holding it. That's down. a personal yeah, attack. Going, that's a, <laughs> yeah. That's literally, a, that's oh, a personal yeah. attack. Yeah. That's, that's like bitch, get out of the way. Yeah. 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 <laughs> like, <laughs> there's no other way to translate that. Yeah. <laughs> Move. Yeah. Get out of the way. Yeah. No, it's, it's wild. I believe it. I bet you, like, beep beep is different than, like... For sure. Eh. Yeah. For sure. I mean, I've done that to people where I'm holding the horn down because yeah. they're just <laughs> so... Oh, yeah. I did it on the, on, the, on the coast because there was this person... The, the speed limit's 80. Yeah. And there's not a lot of places to pass on that highway. It's just one highway all the way up the Sunshine yeah. Coast. One lane? One lane. One lane. And yeah. it's a sketchy highway because there's so many turns. But, uh... Yeah, I've been behind someone who's going like fifty, and it's, it's nighttime, so I I get it. But at the same time, like just pull over. Yeah, everyone's behind yeah. you. Yeah, and I just laid the horn down Good. the entire time. Yeah, until they pulled over, but they never really did. It was like I was behind them for so. How'd you long. get around them? I didn't until they turned turned left or right until they literally got off the highway. But it's I mean it's a twenty minute highway from Seashell to Gibson, so it's not like super long, but. You, that's 20 minutes going the speed limit so yeah. if you're going half the speed limit i just couldn't believe it like there's some people that just need to be more just how dare these people go the speed limit hey? well <laughs> go under the speed limit man that's well, even yeah, that's, that's dangerous what. too technically the, the it's cops both can, dangerous yeah cops can give tickets for slowing exactly yeah you gotta pull over if you're a slow car just pull over it's dangerous it is yeah dangerous. i don't care how scared you are just pull over yeah let everyone pass. Especially yeah. on a highway, too, because yeah. I feel like most people are cruising. If you're going 60 on the highway, like, come on, man. Yeah, like, that's not shit. Just, like, why? Like, yeah. why? Like, Why are you on the highway? Yeah, just take the other road or something. Or like, if you're that uncomfortable, just, like. Don't drive. Don't drive. Yeah. Just yeah. get someone to drive. Yeah. Like. 100%. I don't like. I usually, when I go on road trips or I'm driving for a long time, I don't usually let other people drive. Yeah. I just I, I usually just say, yo, do you mind if I drive? Because yeah. I don't like having my issues. life in other people's yeah. hands. Yeah. You know, not saying that I'm gonna be the better driver than you, but I just I feel like I trust myself more than I trust others. Well, a lot of people have like anxiety when it comes to flying, like flight anxiety. And I've asked them, like, hey, like if you had control, would you feel less anxious and every time they're like yeah so there is definitely something to do with like if you have the control you yeah. feel more for for like, flights though man like i think people gotta understand like dude you're on a you're on an airbus yeah like, yeah going and you're going like you're 700 going, kilometers the minute you get off that on that plane like there is not a single goddamn point in stressing because if that fucking thing goes down, dude, you're going to be dead before you can even think about what happened. Yeah. Like, sorry to be harsh about it. That's just kind of always how I, th that, like, my thought process with yeah. it. And that probably like, makes why? you feel like whatever. Yeah, why yeah. be sketched out? Yeah. Like, you're going to have a good 30 to 45 seconds before that thing hits the ground that, like, yeah, a lot of shit in your life's going to run past your memory. Dude, what and a terrifying gonna, moment that and, would be. Yeah, and it's going to suck, but like that's how it's going to go. I don't know why, but I remember I started flying alone at 13 because I would go like visit my dad and come back and see my mom. And 
I that was just always like my mindset with it. It was pretty like yeah, no, kind of gruesome, kind of gruesome. But like I just yeah, always yeah. saw it. I'm like shit, Whatever. man. If it hits the fan, I got a, no control. What am I gonna do? A great show to watch on the plane is Mayday. Do not watch it. It's if you're great. any what any scared any what scared of flights, do not watch no, this. No, it's a great show. I watched it once on the airplane, and I remember they had and I had never I'd been on the airplane a few times before that, but. They had never. They had. They were going through turbulence in the like show. And what Mayday is is um, this show about airplane crashes, and they give like a whole description. It's on Discovery Channel of the whole like mm-hmm. event, and they play live audio. Mm-hmm. And uh, and in the show, they started getting turbulence. And I remember we went through like a cloud or something where we started getting turbulence, and I was like, my heart started pounding. That's why I'm you like, shouldn't watch the show. Down. Yeah. Yeah, it was quite a thrill, though. My cousin watched the show religiously, and he's now terrified of planes. That sucks. Yeah. Screw himself up. I don't recommend it because unless you have the mindset, like what you said, Josh, like that's actually pretty healthy, in my opinion. Like, 100%. Like, don't think about things you can't control, just in general. Can't control it? Don't think about it. What's the point? 100%. And, like, the same way, like, on the road, like, there's certain guys that, like that's the one thing like not having a vehicle out here it's like you're gonna just try to get rides with a bunch of people and like like i got some buddies that are great drivers and some that i like wouldn't trust going on the highway with like we just went over to uh salmon arm for a tournament this weekend yeah and i like told two of my buddies i'm like hey if i i'm not coming if i'm not going with one of you two yeah or driving yeah and then on the way back, like I went with two guys we had called up, but one of the guys like drives semi trucks for a living, and I'm like, I'm chilling. <laughs> like, yeah. like uh, as long as I know that, I'm not sketched out. Yeah. Like just people that, I don't know. It's it's nice like having buddies like that are like it seems to be the blue collar guys that just like have been driving since like they were ten, <laughs> and yeah. just get it. Like I don't know. I just yeah. always felt the most comfortable with that. Man, there's certain people in your life that I don't know if you guys feel the same way, but there's certain people in your life that you see that you would if your life was on the line, you would want your life in their hands. For oh, example, if but- you're if you're holding on to someone on the edge of a cliff, let's say. Like there's certain people in your life that you trust with your life, like or a bear attacks you. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like there's certain people they might not be the strongest person you know, they might not be the um, the smartest person, you know, but there's certain people who just have that quality about them. That's like, they are street smart yeah. or like just in general life smart and they are going to figure a situation out of this. Yeah. Yeah. Just naturally. Yeah. I honestly, I would just say like my mom or dad either is yeah. like that. Like my mom's not a very big woman. Mm-hmm. Like she's like maybe five, three. Yeah. Like I'll be nice for like five, five in heels, <laughs> <laughs> but, but like not a very big woman. Yeah. Like, yeah. Pretty, pretty in shape though, but like, yeah, she told me once she's like, man, if someone tried to hurt you, I'd go nuts. And she yeah. was like, she's like, even I told her about that fight I got in over the weekend at hockey, and she's like, I would have been down there yelling at him, trying to get him off you. And I'm like, oh my god, like, <laughs> and my dad, I know my dad, like, we were driving through uh, over Christmas uh, right after my mom's wedding. Me and my brother came home. Uh, and we were going to see my dad who they just relocated to Castlegar. So they're back in BC now, which is sweet because they were in uh, Saskatchewan before still. And it's not too far of a drive like to get out there. But we met him in Kelowna to get out to Castlegar because like, you couldn't get a flight 
over Christmas from Vancouver to Kalsagar. We yeah. sat in the airport. Oh, I that When all that, that was going on, Ooh. sat in the friggin' airport, and six of our flights got canceled there. I had to go up to this WestJet agent. Dude, I'm such a POS. Like, there was a line of our flight that got canceled. And um, I went up there, and my stepmom used to be a flight attendant for WestJet. And I, like, went up there, and I just, there was, like, a baggage line, and like the check-in line to go get help. And I, uh, I went in there and I'm like, it just pretty much like talked myself into tears. Like before going into this line, I'm like, you wouldn't believe like the fucking day I've had, like my stepmom works for you. My aunt works for you. Like she just, I've been calling them. We, I don't know what to do. They told us just to skip the line and come to the baggage line and that you guys would help us out and do all this stuff too. This lady ended up kicking two people off the flight to Kelowna in the morning to get me, <laughs> my, to get me and my brother on the flight, no gave me way. a hug, gave us like, and keep in mind, our, this is like at 930 at night and we haven't gotten out all day. And she was like, her, the minute I told her my I had family that worked for the airline, her demeanor just dropped, and she was just like it was like talking to a friend, like Damn. she wasn't she wasn't like trying to be like don't get in because like I saw a guy before me try to do the same thing and they kicked his ass out of line so quick, Damn. so I had like two minutes to like get myself into tears, then I just activated. Wow. Yeah, dude, it was That's awesome. Impressive. They but we got like two hundred and fifty dollars for like concession vouchers. And like a hotel voucher. And oh I, I told God. her, I'm like, man, like my, I'm staying at my brother's house in Vancouver. Like we don't need a hotel or anything. She's like, oh, I'll just do it anyway. What the fuck? Yeah, dude. Wow. I felt, I felt it was one of those situations where I felt so bad. Like <laughs> yeah. that two people got kicked off the flight. <laughs> of course. But I showed, I showed it to my brother. And he's like, he just looked at me and like, this guy's never been more proud of me in his fucking life. He just looked at me, he's fist pumping in there. Dude, it was hey, it was man. the miracle of Christmas because yeah. that Vancouver airport was fucked, man. Yeah, they had cots bad. in there. People are sleeping yeah, in there. All I can say is I don't think it was a good thing you did, but survival of the fittest. Sur- that's, what I, that's what I was Survival of the fittest. And you got to st- do what you got to do. My stepmom has, she actually worked, did work for Russia, but dude, she hasn't worked there for like five years. So yeah, like you know what? I didn't. I didn't say she was currently working there. I just had my staff had work. There's your loophole. Yep, true. You're not legally at fault here. (laughs) (laughs) I I wasn't legally at fault at anything. Uh, But to I would have caved, bro. I would have been laughing. I would would have been crying, and then I'm like, well, I don't know. I feel like in that situation though, it's you're already like upset. No, dude, we had a fucking day that. Yeah. That so wait, go through the whole thing. Oh my gosh, sorry to get so sidetracked. What I was trying to get into originally was like talking about my dad and Kasagar and just saying we did a drive there with him and the guy's going like 200 the whole way. And just, I was just like sat in the back, just feeling so comfortable about him doing this. <laughs> so, but this is what I got sidetracked. So to answer your question, dude, we got back from Mexico at like late at night on the tw- first thing in the morning on the 26th. We flew okay. home Christmas yep. day. Yeah. And we get to my brother's place and he has like a house on like an acre of property right beside UBC. Okay. Like yeah. Renting a place out there. So there's a lot of land and the house is quite old. So the foundation has like cracks and leaks in it and it had just s- snowed so much on the island and in Vancouver yep. over that, that there's so much moisture in the ground. I remember, dude, <laughs> 
<laughs> Fuck. Poor guy. We're going to the airport. Um, and he goes into the basement to make sure all the lights are off. Like, we have a flight to trail the next morning to try to get to Castlegar to go see my dad. And there's just, like, a puddle in the basement. Oh, no. Yeah. And what happened? So, like, the concrete, like, water just, there's so many cracks in it, water just leaks through it. Oh. And a puddle just formed. And he, like I said earlier, is running his AC unit business. Oh, Guy's yeah. got air conditioners and boxes everywhere down oh, here. Oh, no. So we had to move all of them, like, in, yeah. like, under half an Soggy hour. Soggy car- cardboard. It, it, like, just like the, ugh. the Uber was on the way when we figured this out. Jesus. So we had to get all this out. Finally figure something out with it. We get to the airport. Like, five of our flights end up getting canceled. We get the flight in the morning. That one that you scammed? The one that we scammed. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So... <laughs> Um. Oh my gosh! And yeah, we were just like, I when I got to the airport, like I remember just being filthy. We we're just trying to yeah. deal with a basement flooding, and oh, it was man. just gross. Like the whole day between that, every time our flight got canceled, we'd run home, make sure the basement. <laughs> like, yeah. there's roommates living in there too that he's like got to take care of. Yeah. So it's like you can't just leave this and leave yeah. for a week. So yeah, it was, it was a tough day. And then when we finally got to the airport that morning and we got on the flight to Kelowna, we were like, Oh, thank God, dude. That was the only hiccup we had. We were, we were so lucky the day we flew to Mex- Mexico out of Vancouver, the airport shut down three hours after that. Oh no. Yeah. Cause we got there at like four in the morning and there was like a snowstorm by yeah true. by eight that's right so yep. they'd shut the runways down well vancouver just yeah. they, they talked they just, about this before yeah, we've yeah. talked about this before they they just can't handle winters man they yeah. suck no yeah. there's yeah they suck vancouver's dude. a great city but man they got some they just kind of like downfalls they just represent canada it's like are you kidding me yeah how can you not handle they got a snow dope city but yeah they just a bit of snow is done yeah, yeah, they don't know what to do. I don't know. They're tr- they're trying to figure their shit out over there. So, how many flights were canceled before you finally got on one? If you had to remember, six. Wow. Yeah. Six flights. Well, we were anything that was available at the time. Like, cause this is like shout out to Matt, my brother. Like, he had some. He has some like more money in his account than I do. Obviously, like going to school right now. And he's like, screw it, man. Like, I'm just going to buy every single flight that, like, we can possibly get on to get there. And, like, if they get canceled, like, you can get reimbursed for it. Yeah. So he's like, I'll get this money back eventually. And so that's kind of just what we did. And we got on none of them. <laughs> like, wow. Poor guy. So he bought six flights. No, he didn't buy six flights. We bought three of them. Three uh, and they yeah. And they... We're like, okay, here's your boarding passes for the next flight. Like, try yeah. to get on this one. They just kind of rescheduled it. Yeah. So canceled originally, rescheduled it. Then all, the, every rescheduling they did got canceled too. Yeah. Yeah, man. It's it, it was so annoying. Was I can't brutal. believe we can't deal with this. And they're calling. We get there and we're like, yeah, we're trying to go to Castlegar. And the lady goes, oh, you mean Castlegar? Nice. I'm like, what the fuck is that supposed to mean? Like, yeah, and she's that like, sucks. she's like, buddy, a flight hasn't gotten in there in the last like 11 days. And I just um, gotten in there or left from here to there. No flight had left to Casagar or had had landed in Casagar or left Casagar for like two weeks. Because huh. it was just, there's no like. It sounds tropical there though. Like, where is that? Where it, is Casagar? Casagar is in the Kootenays. Uh, it's actually. Not it's, tropical. It's no. near, well, it's near. 
I actually went out there this summer, checked my dad's place out. It's nice out there, man. Yeah, I believe like, it. Like, Cooties nice. are nice. It's near Nelson. Nelson also. I want to shout out shout out Nelson on this podcast. Dude, probably one of the most underrated little cities in the country. Damn. Dude, it's electric there. <laughs> like, I'm not even kidding. Go to Wait, Nel- like... You mean like run by electricity? No, so like, like or bar, do you mean like the term good energy? Electric. Bunch of bars, yeah. strip oh, clubs, yeah. clubs, yeah. like just the night, like the nightlife. There's off the charts. Yeah, and it's just a town of people. Yeah, they're buzzing. No, there's like not a car in sight. They're just buzzing on e-bikes. So it like, is a little bit electric. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, now I'm getting confused uh, here. A little bit, a little bit. But uh, no, they, they get like the energy. You get a tax. Nice. You get a tax write off in Nelson. It's like one of the only places in Canada, and I might be fucking this up. I don't know if it's a tax write off or it's you get a certain amount off your power and like utility bills on your property a month if you purchase an e bike. Oh shit! Because it's like preserving, I guess. What's it called? A rebate? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, like yeah. something like that. So, like, I have an aunt out there, and she was explaining this to us. So they, her and her boyfriend bought uh, e-bikes, and, like, yeah, yeah, eventually over time, it, it like, pays itself off. It's Damn. crazy. But, yeah, it's a very undercover city, so the Kootenays aren't bad at all. But the minute winter hits, it's like there's it's, not yeah. – they don't even – they have, like, one of those, like, little John Deere scoopers. Yeah. And then that's it. Like, they yeah. just send that thing out. And if that thing doesn't work, they're like, ah. It's done. Whatever. See you in two weeks. Shut the whole airport yeah. down. Yeah. Fucking pussies, yeah. Crazy. Dude, Vancouver's got to have, they've got all, so much money. YVR That's what I'm saying. It's, have some plows it's, there's so much salt. money. Like, come on. There's got to be ways to clear those runways. Yeah. There's got to be a way, too, to defrost a plane quicker than an hour and a half. Have you ever sat on a plane while it's getting defrosted? No. In the middle of, oh, my gosh, dude. I don't fly in the winter. We, f- we flew to Minnesota when I was playing at Edge. Uh, we flew there for a tournament, and... On the way there, I think in Calgary they got it defrosted pretty quick and like got us off, off the runway. Makes sense. It's Alberta. They Dude, know what they're doing. Well, Calgary also is uh, like I learned this when my stepmom was working there. It's the head like that's where the Westjet headquarters is. So you have a lot more like airline personnel just out there. Yeah. And like, th- like it's Calgary. You're they have so many defrosters. They know yeah, yeah, they get like four people on it at at a time and get it. Wait, so what? How do they do that? So you, it's like these big, big machines that come up beside the plane and they shoot this green substance on red or whatever color it might be. And it melts the ice, melts all the ice around the aircraft. So when you go up into the air, it doesn't progressively get colder and like shut the heat systems off. I'm pretty sure. Hmm. All right. Heat sensors or even like the flaps. Yeah. Freeze up. Yeah. Yeah. Freeze up the landing gear. Like anything. Like it's just not. How scary would that be? I know. But when we were in... It's like 30,000 feet in the air and then oh. the plane just stops flying and you're like, well, uh, that actually, would happen. I got, I got a funny story about that after. No. Um, yeah, but when we got to Minnesota and we left Minnesota, it took like an hour and a half to two hours to defrost that plane. It was like, we you thought Calgary was cold. We left Calgary and it was like minus 30 that morning. And we got to Minnesota and it was like minus 48. Oh, like I'm not even kidding. And then like it was pretty windy that day. Yeah, yeah. Like I didn't even know minus forty eight was a thing. Yeah, Winnipeg's bad for that too. Yeah, yeah. Like Saskatchewan is pretty bad for that too, because you get a wind chill of like yeah. minus thirty itself on top of whatever. Yeah. Whatever else it is, because it's just so flat. That yeah. Like, yeah. So it's 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 different. Yeah. But, no, it's wild. Uh, I mean, for me, like when I was a kid, I was I had anxiety 
when I was flying for the first few times. But then I just like learned how planes work. And then I was like, ah, this makes a lot of sense. This thing, the chance of this thing crashing is way less than me driving my car tomorrow. Like, why would I be scared of this? It's like, dude, that was funny. When, on my way to skydiving, when I was, um, when I skydived at, um, the news bay. Yeah. And I was telling my buddy Grayson, cause we we're going together and I was like, it's more likely for you because I was trying to just get us like not nervous. Yeah. I wasn't nervous beforehand actually at all. I was very surprised. Yeah. I was very okay with doing it. Um, but I was, I was telling him, I was like, you're more likely to die in a car crash on the way to skydiving than you would be to skydive. It's the same with airports. Anytime. 100%. Flying. Yeah. So, um, so I was telling them that and, as we were driving there, we almost got in a car accident. Like after I just said it, yeah, that's tough. So sketchy. There, yeah, that's there, tough. There's this interview of like a uh, this old Navy pilot getting, uh, like I don't, I can't remember. It was like a Vice interview I watched one time, and this interviewer asked him, "She's like, what was the most dangerous part of your job?" And he was like a bomber in the military, and he's like, "The most dangerous part of my job was a drive to work." Like every morning, just wow. driving to work. Cause he's like, you, you're not, unless you really screw up in the air. Like, yeah, exactly. With those like, guys dropping the bombs shot, from yeah. way above or, or, yeah. or nukes or something, even in an airliner, like you have so much support Yeah, that it's, pr- you're probably going to be okay. Yeah. And like, I'm pretty sure most flights have like air marshals and stuff yeah. on it to like prevent like hijacking. So. Yeah, they do. Now. Yeah. Like, they do ever since nine well, eleven. but also yeah. like all the Karens and shit that are on, on, uh, planes and all these psychopaths that just start having mental breakdowns. And there's a video recently. It was a guy he stands up and he goes, it was on a United airlines flight. Like two weeks ago, he stands up and he goes, I'm taking over this aircraft and he's holding a knife and he goes directly for the emergency exit to try to open the door on the plane. And like, essentially that just like, even if you have a seatbelt on, it's going to suck you out. So it's like, but the minute he gets up, like five guys just got up, and these guys were just absolute units, and they just Done. and they just manhandled this guy. Like I don't, he, yeah. he he got near the door, but I don't think he got near like being able to pull it down or not. Well, I, I, it's sketchy. Dude, there's got to be. I don't think they could just. You could do that though. I don't think you can do it during the flight. There's no way. Think about. I feel like you're going so fast that it'd be so hard to open that door. Yo, I'll give you guys a crazy story right now. She'd be sucked out right after. So, uh, a pilot's actually survived a... um, So, yeah, have you heard about this? Yeah, so they were flying the plane, and one of the panels at the front where the pilot is was broken, and he got sucked out, and his his buddy, his co-pilot, was holding on to him the whole flight until they landed and saved his life. And this guy was, like, hanging out the plane until they landed. For how long? I don't know. It was a decent amount. Do you remember, Josh, how long this was? I can't remember, but yep. I heard I heard someone saying that, like, it wasn't even necessarily him holding him. It was, like, something to do with there was a cop on board, and he handcuffed the guy's wrist to his ankle. Oh, it could be possible, too. And just, yeah. la- and just like, went, wasn't going to let the guy go. Yeah. Because I, I think yeah. the, f- the pure force of holding someone. Yeah. Yeah, that's a lot of... You're traveling, like, 30,000... Feet in the air, feet but you're also air. going like 700 kilometers. That's, an hour. Yep. that's the yep. thing. You're going Absolutely. so fast. Yep. Like, wait, so so he can't pull him in, 
That is like you can't pull them in. Shit. This guy. So imagine this is the front of your plane, right? The guy is out the window, hanging on like this. His legs yeah. are just inside like this, but he's like bent around the corner like this. Oh my god! He's going six hundred kilometers an hour at thirty thousand feet in the air, and this one guy is handcuffed or holding on to him. Who knows? I don't know if that was legit or not. Yeah. That was just like when they posted the photo. That was the top comment. Yeah, I believe wait, it. Wait. Okay, wait. So that was a comment on what? On an Instagram post? Yeah, like it was one of those, like it was like puberty or something. Yeah, there's some like sure. re, they yeah. reposted the headline after it had been made. I read this on like Twitter, a, so I I don't know if it's true or not, but I looked into it. I know the situation is true, but I don't yeah. know how true that, is how that that's what, yeah it. it wasn't it didn't come from the source originally. That is yeah. just, crazy, man. Yeah, but anyways, that's, this that's guy did survive. Of. Think of Tom uh, Tom Cruise though. Yeah, yeah, true. Like I, yeah. He, I mean, essentially, he did the same thing. He just hung on the side of a plane. Yep. Yeah, he had a strap on him, but like he was still hanging on. You're still hanging off of. I don't know what I would do in this situation as a pilot. You'd think you'd come to like a dead, like you know, you just try and like slow the plane down in the air. That's what they did. Let it free fall and just like try and like. They slowed it down as much as they could and landed emergency landing as fast as they could. But at the end of the day, this guy was hanging out the plane. Did he die or alive? Yeah, he was alive. He had eye injuries and like some other injuries, but he survived. What a lucky dude. Yeah, man. Have you guys ever seen um, Flight? No. Yes. With Denzel Washington? Yeah. It's a great drunk, movie, bro. It's a great movie. Well, he had done cocaine before. And, Is that a true story? And he was drunk. Yeah, it's a true yeah. story. It's a great movie. Jeez. Um, and it's the same with, um, oh, what's that one with Tom Hanks? You know what I'm talking about? It's another flight movie. He lands yeah. and it's uh, based on a true story. It's about the Hudson landing in the Hudson Bay. River. Hudson um, River. Oh, when they're playing land. I, don't, yeah. I haven't seen the movie, yeah. but I know crazy. the true story. It's a phenomenal yeah. movie. Tom yeah. Hanks did a good job. Yeah, he did. It was crazy. Like, they showed the court stuff in there. Yeah. And they ran it like um, like no one really believed him because they, the way the simulator ran it, you could you were able to actually make it to the airport. Yeah. Like you were actually able to and then it there was like one one case where they actually nailed the exact flight pattern down. Yeah. And you crash in the Hudson. Yeah. And there's only one way to actually do it. So like them finding that out on the simulator, like I'm pretty sure. So how that them- simulation went was they were running the simulation basically with trained pilots who had done the simulation over and over and over and perfected the crashes and that's what they showed in the courts was them perfecting the perfecting the landing and and so basically tom hanks's argument who's the pilot in this um in this film uh was okay you you're yes you're landing this the flight or the the plane without any problems but you're not taking consideration human um like emotions because when you're in a situation like that you're not just you're not just in a flight simulator where you know you're going to survive and you're landing on you know on a runway. You have to calculate what's happening in that situation. It's not like because these people expected what's going to happen. Mm-hmm. People ran the simulation. They're in this literally simulation, ex- knowing exactly the path that they were on, and they were landing it onto the runway. And so, um, are you gonna sneeze? I was gonna. Yeah. I was okay. Gonna. Um, so I moved the mic away. Yeah. I'm good. And so Tom Hanks' argument was you, you got to take in human consideration here because uh, you, you don't just think of it right away, like know exactly what to do in the in the moment. Yeah. So they what they did in the simulation afterwards is they were like, okay, we're going to allow for 30 seconds or 25 seconds of 
you can't do anything on the simulation and then try it and see what happens uh, because that's how long it usually it, it took for them to figure out what to do here. Yeah. And so he couldn't make it to the runway. He had to make it back to, he had to make it land in the Hudson river and everyone survived. Yeah. And so what, what they were trying to get after him was the, uh, the plane, the, like how much money it was for the plane. They were just trying to sue him for that. Yeah. It's crazy. it's crazy too because I watched a video of this guy who actually lives in a 737 in the middle of like this plot of land he bought when he was younger, like in the college. Fuck? Yeah, he bought like two and a half acres. There's like this whole documentary on him and it had like a few million views. Crazy. And he bought the 737 and he lives out of it. Like, That's crazy. Like made a, yeah, like it's, it's just nuts. And he said he bought it off of an airliner. Like when these things are just done being used – their airline company will just strip it of their parts and then they'll they'll sell it for like it's kind of sick. 150 grand. So like Drake's plane, you can watch a video on that. It's just a purchase 737 and it's wrapped. Wow, like that Air, makes sense. Air, like Air yeah. Drake, what it's a, they're built for commercial airliners. That's, like that's what it's built for. And yeah, you they go strip in that out. And yeah. you got the interior and stuff. But like you can act, it's crazy that they went after him for that because in retrospect, it's like, on the the body of the aircraft itself, you're only gonna make like under five hundred thousand on it. Yeah. Depending on who buys it. And now they've stripped the engines. They so stripped just, everything. They sell it off because, like, I don't know how accurate this is, but I recall hearing like something like there's a certain there's only a certain time period that a plane can fly in the air. Mm, like kilometers. That, yeah, that it's usable mm. or something like that. Yeah. Or, huh. So I think there's I no regulations. Idea. Yeah, it's so foreign to me. Yeah, but. crazy. Wait, did you guys hear about the Malaysia flight? Malaysia, whatever one, the one that disappeared. Yeah, yes. I heard about that. Yeah, so it's insane because they still don't know the like what happened. Yeah, yeah. essentially. But uh, what happened is it was flying right, and it it was flying over. I think it was flying to China, and at some point it just boom off the map. Yeah, like all the radar just off the map and uh what happened was is they had like surveillance satellites they were still pinging the plane yeah so they found out that the flight completely reversed like this and then flew up past indonesia and then just it was gone so they figured that because it ended up over here it just crashed in the sea somewhere they still don't know why they still have no clue what happened they found some parts of the plane, so they know it crashed. Did they? Yep. But they don't know why, and they don't know what happened. But they do know the flight path where it went. It's wild. It, uh, yeah, I think there's something to be said for just like, man, like you gotta, you gotta think like this is. It's been pretty recent, like that the aviation business has had like a take oh yeah off. last hundred years. It's it's yeah. been the last last hundred and fifty last hundred years. Yeah. Like, honestly, there's probably some shit you get up high enough there that you run into that, like, you just don't know about. Yeah. Like, you can have, all, like, all the science behind it, but, man, there's got to be some spooky shit out there that just takes you out. You know Dude, what I mean? Dude, the scariest thing is what's, like, down, you know, thousands of feet in the ocean. Yeah, yeah, I think I, I think that's the crazy That's worse shit. to yeah. me. Yeah. It's like, we don't even know. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I think that's, that's the scariest part is, like, you see all this. You see all these like cre like you only know ten what is it ten percent of what's down we, there. I forget. I think I don't it's know something either. like that. Yeah. It's low though. It's very low. But, um, 
But yeah, anyways, the the Malaysia flight, like they still don't know what happened. But the craziest part of it is that they discovered on, I think it was the co-pilot's personal computer that he had flight simulation patterns on there of that same route. Weird. Of him flying like this. So now it's like even more suspicious because it's like, why was he planning on flying complete opposite yeah. direction of that flight where it's supposed to go to China, but he ended up in the, the in, like, I wish, Indonesia. I wish he got to whatever he was trying to achieve. So we yeah. could have found out an answer, but yeah. it seems like he crashed when he wasn't supposed to ran out yeah. of fuel. Yeah. Or, or yeah, exactly. Yeah. Something fucked up. It's out. It, it seemed like it they sucks. ran out I of fuel. I wish he made it to his destination. It would have been a crazy story. Yeah. I mean, some people like the conspiracy theories around it where some people argued that it was some like, um, I don't know, like uh, anti-America, like maybe like um, somewhere in like Afghanistan or something. They were trying to like steal the plane. Like Al-Qaeda or something. Yeah, like some like foreign, like anti-Western kind of like political regime that was trying to like take the plane and repurpose it for something else. Um, but I don't agree with that. I don't think it was that. I think it was something similar to that, what Sean was saying. I think it's probably some, something they had other plans for it, but it just ran out of fuel and crashed. Yeah. So. Yeah. It's nuts, dude. Yeah. They looked into the mental health of the pilots, all checked out. Like, it's just a weird mystery, like, that we still don't have the answer to. That's weird. So strange. And all flights have, or all planes have something called the black box. Yeah. And it records the entire flight history and stuff. And I don't think they found that either. So it's somewhere in the ocean somewhere. It's wild. Yeah. Yeah. The sketch, I think it's just a sketchy thing with like air travel. It's like it takes one person with a different agenda than everyone else for everything to go south. Yeah. And like, well, a, pers- uh, a person of power. Pretty quirky. That or like someone on board wants to fuck some shit up. Oh, that's true. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, so, like power because if they don't, uh, if they're just on board on arm, it's like, all right, well, we got like but, 300 people about to fuck you up. So yeah, like, literally. Do? Yeah. You know? This is the thing, too, that like I like I strongly believe it, man. We have submarines at depths in the ocean that you you didn't even think was possible to have a have a boat down there. Or like yeah, a, submarines are like wild. like a sealed vessel, and they're they're literally traveling nukes going. Some some go close to the ocean's floor, and it's just like, yeah, man. There's probably they've like they've probably discovered more than they're willing to tell you. No, or, you or always see that video. Or there's shit down there, like yeah, dude, a hundred percent. There's probably a reason that like they don't want to discover more. Yeah, in a sense. Did you ever see that video of the U.S. Uh, Navy? boarding a submarine that had just like popped up on the water and they literally yes. it's like it's the guy like out there and they banging, banging on, on the door yeah. on the I top of it this. no oh, what a crazy video search that up like yeah uh u.s navy boarding submarine and it is a crazy video because yeah, they're just, just the like coast guards they're like open up open up and they have their guns drawn and they're like like it, it, it's a it's a submarine that's smuggling drugs really yeah from where I don't even know. Was it in uh, North America somewhere? Probably. Yeah. Like, was it from Mexico or South America coming up I would assume to so. USA? Oh, also, if you guys have never seen Captain Phillips. Oh, I've seen that, it for that's sure. Unreal, unreal film. Unreal Tom film. Hanks. Yeah. yeah. Captain so, Phillips. Great. That was in the uh, east coast of Somali, Africa. Somali, yeah, Somali um, yeah. 
I wa- I watched a Coastline. video with a guy who shot like one of the like one of the Navy SEALs who got called out that day. Yeah. And he like one of the things he said he was like, dude, that was like my biggest wake up call to the Navy SEALs was like these guys don't give a shit about you. Yeah. Like our, we got called out there to go kill people on Easter morning. Before the sun even rise. Wait, was this for the, like... For it to go when they took him into the lifeboat. Are you talking about Captain Phillips? The real situation. Yeah, the real situation. They took him into the light. I didn't realize a SWAT team, or part of the, like, um, whatever team died. The Navy. No, 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 none of them died, but they got called in to go. Like the pirates died, they killed. Oh, you know, they, they killed, got sniped. They killed Dude, all the pirates. So they had yeah. like the three pirates in the lifeboat, and they're all balancing, and they pretty much just called in three Navy SEAL snipers to line up on Dude, on the edge shot. on the edge of a war uh, of a war destroyer and kill all these guys. And he was just like, yeah, he, he just woke up that morning and he got a call from his commander saying, hey, like, it's time to shoot. Go kill, yeah, go kill these guys. Dude, what just a on crazy Easter shot. morning, shoot you right in the face, like headshot, bitch. Well, I mean, what the fuck? Are those you pir- just got owned. <laughs> I, I saw this thing too on the Somalian pirates that like that's their way of living. Like that's actually like what gets the economy booming in Somalia is like piracy. Yeah, yeah. Like they teach, they teach well, it because they're schools. supposed to be. They're they're originally fishermen, but yeah, they, in the movie at least they're they're fishermen, and these Americans are coming through, and these boats are destroying their seas and like they're fishing uh places and they have no they can't get any fish so they pirate yeah, these boats living, yeah and so it's a big thing but uh yeah what a wild movie it's a great movie speaking yeah. of piracy can you imagine back in the day when like blackbeard and pirates those and like in the coast sick. of like south carolina and all down to the caribbean like they're just cruising around just pillaging just taking over shit like Pirates of the Caribbean, for example, yeah. like that stuff was real yeah. at some point. Like, I, you got to think too. Like, I've always thought this way. There's got to be so, so many more of them than people say. For because sure, because the odds that those guys lived very long is very yeah. slim. Yeah, like, or even their bodies turned up. Yeah, like the amount of like the Black Plague started from or the scurvy. Yeah, yeah like the, it started yeah. from sailors. Is that yeah. the black flag? I don't know, to be honest. Scurvy I remember yeah, whatever, whatever was in Europe. I remember I learning that, yep, that a couple, sa- a couple sailors flag. brought it over. Yeah. And it's like you got sick at sea. Yeah. Just because like, all these diseases oh, were going sure. around and yeah, they had man. slaves in the boats. and The, the slaves story were, of how black plague spread was crazy. It killed like six million people. Well, it? No, more than that. What they, what they did. Well, back then the world population was much less too. So yeah. world population-wise is bad. True. Dude, and, and what had happened, I forget exactly where it originated. Um, but basically, I think it, I, I'm, a, I'm not a hundred percent sure, but I thought it was China. Um, I, I could be wrong too, but anyways, so basically wherever it originated, they would bring, um, they would obviously have to ride by horseback. That's where they traveled yeah, and they would crazy. do trades and they would go into cities and stuff. And so they would have horses. So the horses needed to eat and what did they eat? They ate hay, but in the hay, that's where the rats would hide. And so yep. rats would find warmth in the hay. Right. And so when they would, would load up the carriages full of hay, the rats would be in there. Yeah. And so what they noticed was people would be going, like these Europeans would be going into these villages or these towns and stopping for, you know, a few weeks or whatever, a few days. And, you know, um, 
doing their trades and living their lives in that yeah. town. And what would happen was the rats would escape from the hay infect and go infect everybody. Yeah. And so eventually new word gets around that towns and entire cities are getting just infected by the black plague and they don't know why, but every time this group of people shows up to their place, they get infected. So that's how it was carried was just through. And I believe actually it wasn't the rats necessarily. It was the ticks on the rats yeah. that so it's was a, what spread the black plague. Yeah, the mm. diseases they carried. It wasn't the rats itself. It yeah. was what was on the rats, which was in the hay, which was from the horses, yeah. which was from the people. Yeah. Which is nuts. Yeah. Yeah, nuts. <laughs> which was from the people. That's yeah. wild. I mean, uh, spoiler warning, but uh, Outer Banks season four is about Blackbeard. And I'm stoked. I love the whole. What do you mean? Do you mean? Like, like that's how they left off season three. I don't even know what that means. What is Blackbeard? Blackbeard is one of the most famous pirates to ever live. Oh yeah, I remember that. Yeah, Blackbeard is he in Pirates of the Caribbean. No, but uh, Davy Jones is based upon Blackbeard. Okay, D- you remember Davy Jones? Yeah, with the like the squids. Weird, yeah, yeah. The squids. Yeah, he was based upon Blackbeard, so Blackbeard. the actual guy. Okay. So Blackbeard, he was part of the Spanish Navy way back in the day. And I guess at some point he was like, F this, I'm just going to do my own thing. And he just, his, him and his troops up and down the North Carolina, all the way down to the Carib- Caribbean. North Carolina? Yeah. North Carolina is where Blackbeard is from, I'm pretty sure. Wow. That's crazy. Yeah. And he'd go up and down the coast from North Carolina all the way down to the Caribbean and up and just pillage. Crazy how far those guys sailed. Oh yeah, Yeah. like in 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 the fucking wooden rafts too. Like, yeah, holy smokes! I was talking about earlier at work today. Like Pirates of the Caribbean, that series is probably one of my favorite Disney series of all time. Yeah, like the special effects, like for when it came out, man. Johnny Depp, Johnny Depp, like Orlando Bloom, like oh, what was it? What was her name? Uh, that played Elizabeth Swan. She's hot. I don't she know. was so good too. Like, oh, I love Pirates of the Caribbean. That's true. She was also a good actress. But did you yeah. guys? Yeah, did you? Yeah. <laughs> did you guys watch uh, any of that trial bet- between him? A little and bit Amber actually. Heard? Yeah, yeah. What'd you think? Oh my god, I just thought like. Oh, that was wild. Yeah. I thought like clearly like nothing goes to court like that if it wasn't a bit abusive on both sides yeah they were both like like that like that's what i think but like she's 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 whack i don't want to say he's mentally unstable she was like in his own way but he's more depressed and just like on well like he's unwell i I think like he i think he i think his main issues were directed self-harm in the sense of like addiction to things i don't yeah yeah, i don't think it was like aimed at her she yeah she was like plotting on his ass and shit like setting up videos to the like if you're setting up videos and you're taking it and you're literally incriminating yourself and you just think to take that to court something's not got something's not clicking in your head being like yeah oh my god are you listening to yourself in these videos Dude, like who does so that like that's watching. so no yeah. you could tell when she's talking and even in the like the trial she was it's full of shit dude. so yeah. full of shit she's just pulling her acting skills out yeah, yeah. i actually think poor. i actually think that whole trial ended like 
as How it should, should. Yeah. yeah absolutely like, dude. Yeah. you got paid out she yeah. got there's, paid tiny bit yeah exactly perfect there's this youtube channel i want to put you guys on to it's called clr bruce rivers and okay it's criminal lawyer reacts and this guy is a board certified criminal defense attorney out of minneapolis like one of the top criminal defense lawyers i think in the country and he like just to spend more time with his son they started this youtube channel and he just kind of like this just sets up a camera and just starts talking about cases or goes over like different topics and stuff and dude he just breaks down everything and like he originally does this thing and it's like stop self snitching Mm. and he breaks down all these rap lyrics and he's like telling people like this is why you're gonna get charged and all this and he did one about ysl like a year and a half ago and um like yeah and then it all ended up coming true like it's crazy it's just crazy seeing things to like a criminal lawyer's perspective well it's like that it's that song uh murder on my mind yeah well dude there's so the funniest thing that like i don't know if anyone really caught like i I bet you they did i can't be the only guy um but so the ysl it the rico case kind of started off like i think one of the first pieces of evidence is young thug rented a uh gmc or escalade in his name and they went and they used that for a drive-by killing Mm. And they tied the vehicle rental mm. back to him and his credit card. Mm. And there's a song called uh, Money on the Way on one of Gunna's albums. And I'm listening to it like three months ago. And it goes, one of the lyrics, it, it is, we're hopping in that rental with a dirty stick. If he doesn't give me my money, I'm a murder that bitch. Damn. And it's like, dude, you just sewered yourself out. Yeah, like every, when you go back and you listen to these songs, what they're rapping about, it's real mm-hmm. and it's happening, and it's like they're crazy. And and when people are like, "Oh, you can't use rap lyrics against you in court," yeah, man, you can use anything in court related to that subject. Yeah, so yeah. it's like all Were these they investigating Drake for something recently. Yeah, well, that? well, because Drake, like he pretty much said. It went. It had this verse, and it was like if he uh, wasn't dissing in that live, he wouldn't. He'd still be alive, or something like that. And yeah. like X X Tentacion went on a live stream, like ripping Drake apart, like a few weeks before he was killed. Oh. And then Drake rapped about it, saying like, like, like essentially, like his name got brought up in court, Weird. and his lawyers had to go through a process to make him not appear in court. Because if you're called. If your name comes up in the prosecution, technically the defense can call you to the stand. Yeah. So it's, yeah, it's all this crazy stuff. But yeah, his name got brought up in that, Jeez. which is kind of crazy, dude. Have you guys seen the video from XXX? Yeah, his, so his video bad. coming like, out. His yeah. uncle was in the car and like sprinted yeah, out of the car. Yeah. So tough. Yo, I won't lie to you. I think we should end it. I yeah. Think I'm, Sounds good, Johnny. I'm pretty tired. Pretty late. Are you guys tired? Yeah. Yep. No, I'm, I'm good to end it here. I good. think that was a great episode. We had a lot of awesome topics. Yeah. Thanks yeah. so much, Joshy, for being no on. No worries. Yeah, yeah. Thanks for, sorry, we didn't really have any like material ironed out. No. We'll definitely got some more stories lined up, so yeah. we'll definitely have to do another one here. But yeah, yeah. this was a good one. Just get the dust off yeah. and kind of shoot the shit for a few hours. Yeah, you betcha. Good setup you guys have here. Thanks for having me, and it was a good night, boys. Yeah. Dude, no, I appreciate it. Thanks for coming on. Hey, no worries, yeah. boys. Just like that. Yeah, yeah, just like cool. that. It's over. Later yeah. on, we'll have to do one in the morning when the boys are energized and stuff. Yeah, yeah maybe yeah. a co- couple of coffees under our belt or something. There you go. But, yeah, double double or what? Yeah, Let's go. double double. Yeah. yeah, hell yeah. Cool. All right, Sweet. thanks guys.
we'll, we'll see, see you next, next week time. yeah that was episode eight eight, eight. eight. crazy all right I'll take it. all right have a good night y'all we'll see you next time peace out